Last time on Prisoner's Dilemma, the party uh, availed themselves of the city of Amkarak. Uh, most specifically, excuse me, <laughs> most specifically, they uh, got some questions answered about the uh, goods that they could obtain from Henrik Anson for helping him out. And they uh, went to help Yora and Sara uh, procure a guard of some sort to help escort them to the Baryan Forest, which was to be their eventual destination. They rolled up to the mercenary quarter of the city, and, well, what didn't they do? They <laughs> loudly started issuing proclamations, challenges, demands, various other things, and splitting off the mercenaries there into various camps, and beginning to run through all sorts of tests, from Planeswalker punching them, Quixie and Calorie quizzing them, Yolanda aggressively flirting with them. <laughs> it wasn't aggressive. <laughs> It wasn't not aggressive. <laughs> it's not not on fire. <laughs> it was a real tour de force. And by the end of things... If anything, she tried to get a Sarah to flirt with them. Fair. Fair. Maybe cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was just the lore. Uh, uh, she's got attention. Can't avoid attention. In the long run, they uh, were able to winnow down the wide, wide pool of potential prospects and, and, and narrow down to a few a small short list of choices who went over eagerly awaiting the potential to win this very coveted contract uh, without having realized that they maybe didn't know that much about it. <laughs> and they sat down with Sarah and Yora at a nearby cafe and the party went to avail themselves of the nearby bounty board. They're taking a couple of notes of things of interest, uh, most specifically of a place in town which was apparently haunted. This being of interest, they found a notice that they took particular interest in, that being one of a location in town which was apparently haunted. In order to gain more information about this, they went and met a contact at the Temple to Breva who explained to them a few things about the uh, building in question and the hauntings, and some things about ghosts in general, and was then somewhat waylaid by conversations about dreams by various members of the party, which took up a little bit of time after that, but got a few questions answered. After that, the party returned in the direction of the inn, at least, for the night's revelry and a night's rest. In the morning, planning on going and seeing Armina's old boss, Solokai, and then, presuming that Yolanda's uh, armor was repaired, going and potentially taking care of some ghosts. So, uh, that is where we find ourselves at now. You guys get back to the inn. Um, is there anything in particular anyone wants to do, or is it just sort of dinner and dinner and rest? Um, we looked at the uh, handkerchief 
that the, <coughs> that Mr. X Yep, you investigated that last time, found no queen. specific aura of good or evil, no diseases, no poisons, no magic to it. Uh, no, no seeming anything except for the fact that it is uh, monogrammed in Dwarvish with Sol's initials. G-P-S-A-D, I assume? Essentially, I mean, it's just two symbols in Dwarvish, but okay. yeah. In common, it would be S-A-D. <laughs> in Dwarvish, it's a little different. Um, Quixie's going to, after dinner, spend some time transcribing okay. um, spells into her book. Uh, I want to transcribe the Scroll of Shatter that I just bought and the Scroll of Mage that I've had for millennia. Okay. Um, remind me how transcribe works. Uh, it takes a certain amount of time and uh-huh. a certain amount of ink per Okay. level of spell. I have 150 gold pieces worth of ink. Okay, and they get cheaper uh, and faster if they are within your school, which I believe mage yeah, I armor is? Uh, mage armor is. Um, <coughs> I think that's a first level spell, and shatter is a second level spell, but it's evocation, I believe. Okay, so mage armor is abjuration, first level, uh, and then shatter, yes, evocation, second level. I don't know what you're For each level, process takes two hours, costs 50 gold. So it will take all 150 gold worth of ink yep. that you got. Uh, and it takes. Oh no, it will only take 125 because the gold and time you spend to copy abjuration spells is half. Oh! So cool. it takes 125. Yolanda's going to go on a date and then use mm-hmm. her Lubsalidus chalkboard to talk to strippers. Yep. yep. And get information about private business yep. in the uh, erotic dance industry. Yep. Calorie's going to carve her initials in the bedpost, and the bed is in with a dagger. Okay. Uh, give, me, give, me, give me a dexterity. Uh, that's a six. <laughs> First roll. Yeah. Supposed to be CC. Yeah. Ends up looking a little bit more like open. What do they call them? Like the, like the greater than symbol. Uh, sh- chevron. Yeah. Looks like greater than symbol. Greater than symbol. <laughs> Whatever. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick, see you probably nab a fairly quick meal and take it upstairs to your room to begin yeah. on that transcription sure. process. Uh, Yolanda, yes, heads off into the night for a while. Um, everyone else I would, um, about their things? Mia would kind of, on the way back to her house, pop in to see Henrik, see how he was doing with the progress, and then a uh, little chit-chat, and then probably get back, back home. <clears throat> that night, you all find your, your, your various sleeps at various times. You all drift off to rest, some of you thinking more about dreams, thinking thinking about the things that you had chatted with that day uh, in regards to dreams with, uh, with the priest at the Breva Temple, uh, Quixie and Golanda most particularly. Mm-hmm. But neither of you are visited by anything particularly important or particularly special. Fairly fairly mundane dreams, not necessarily normal ones. They, they, they might be as bizarre as you wish them to be, but uh, nothing that has a feeling of greater importance than that. 
Calorie, however. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. As you drift off to sleep, it is at first uneasy as you're thinking about all that has happened up to this point, all that's happened the previous day or two, this sort of feeling that's roiling around in your gut that's, that's not very pleasant. You think of the, the, you know, the way it felt when Hamrick was calling you childish, when other people have called you childish. It's not super nice. Unfortunately, your mind dwelt on that a little bit, but you're sitting there thinking, well, fine, I'll show them then. I'll, I'll show them. Show them I'm not a child. Start drawing up plans in your head, grandiose ideas. My mohawk's gonna be this tall. Yeah. <laughs> the shit of pink. Some point along the uh, train of which you drift off into unconsciousness, you find yourself back at home, looking on familiar sights, familiar faces first. A familiar-ish procession, a funerary procession of sorts for a halfling of the town. You're not sure which one, you're not certain whom. You don't recognize anything specific or particular or anything specific or particular about it. It's not the first funeral you remember attending, one for one of your aunts, you think. Because the flowers are wrong for that. Can't be the one for the one of the uh, leading class of Bakersher that you had attended as well because they got all the wrong decorations. It's definitely a funeral. You see sad faces. A lot of upset around, generally. People, as you would expect at a funeral, very unhappy. They go about their business. And you see them go through the following days, sped up. Not all at once, but bit by bit, jumping through, all of a sudden you're at the cobbler's house the next day, watching him work on a pair of shoes. But the work's not very good. The stitches keep slipping, the tacks aren't holding right, the glue doesn't stick. You go to the baker's house, and his loaves fall flat, or get burned in the oven. He's distracted, he's distraught, still. You start to realize that there was no particular person who this funeral was for. This was a general procession. It seems to follow with people. It seems to be sticking with them, dragging them down throughout their following days. Everyone who you see, every person whose house and whose life you peek into, it's darkened, slowed, drudgy because of this pain that has become then you find yourself in a tavern. Familiar tavern, your parents' tavern. Everyone is eating, drinking, in silence, not like you're used to. You're used to it being a quite rowdy, boisterous, excited affair. But everyone here is solemn, as if the funerary decorations were still up, as if the funeral procession was still happening. Yet, it's not. Someone new walks into the tavern, and no one shouts hello. No one gives them a clap on the back or toasts, raises their glass, and shouts cheers. Everyone seems unaffected, unadjusted, unaltered. Till they sit down. 
because when they sit down, they don't simply just sit on a chair with silence, maybe a little bit of a huff of old joints and tired muscles. They don't simply scrape the chair backward a short distance on the floor with a little squeak of metal on stone. When they sit down, there is a massive, resoundingly massive, in the silent and solemn space, fart noise. In the moment that follows, the beat, the half-breath that follows this noise, the silence seems to deepen even more. It becomes, it goes beyond being something static and becomes something hollow, almost vacuous. But then you realize the reason it seemed that way was because it was the silence of a sharp inhale of breath for laughter. People begin to laugh, to smile. The dream skips forward again. You see the cobbler the next day. His stitches are straight. The tacks are solid. The shoes come together quickly, easily, and well. He smiles as he works. A more familiar expression. You jump forward to the baker. He makes a batch of crullers. There are extras. He hands them out for free to the children who run off with joy and delight at the wondrous treats they've been given. And then you're back in the tavern again. Smiles everywhere. Laughter. And you see someone in the corner. It's not you. It's not you. But it's maybe supposed to be you. Or maybe someone who you think you once were. Or someone who you think you could have been in an alternate life. They're a little vague. They're a little undefined. And they're getting scolded by their parents. Scolded for putting a whoopee cushion on someone's chair. Scolded for putting a whoopee cushion on somebody's chair. You see the offending instrument being taken away and being put onto a somewhat familiar high shelf. Again, not one you explicitly recognize, but there's always a high shelf. The parents always have a high shelf where the children's toys go when the child is no longer allowed to play with them. But even as the kid walks off dejectedly, you can't help but think of the change that came over the town. You walk toward the child wanting to cheer them up because now everyone else is happy. Everyone else is cheerful. The whole tavern is boisterous as you'd expect, but this small halfling child is walking away with slumped shoulders, a drawn face no joy in their heart. You want to reach out to them, to help them, to do something for them. You try to pat them on the head, you try to pat them on the shoulder, you try to get in their way, kneel down, look at them, talk to them. But it's only a dream. You can't actually have these effects that you're hoping for. You follow them as they walk along, walking toward their room. Every time you open your mouth to say something, nothing comes out. Your throat closes up, and there's only silence. You try harder and harder and harder, trying to push out some, some exultation, some exclamation. You did great. Look what you did. That was awesome. That was hilarious. Something, anything. You can't seem to manage it. Trying harder and harder and harder. So you open your mouth, and a little fart noise comes out. Speaking first. The child glances around and then snickers as they walk into the room. The door closes. You awake in your room, alone. Or, or not alone, as the case may be. 
But we're, 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 we're definitely not yeah. piled. <laughs> you waken back where you expect to be in M. Carrick. Quixie snoring. In your bed. Yep, Londa probably got her in her bed. As you glance around in the fading, foggy feud of wakening, as you glance around, you think you see just for a moment reflected in the polished brass doorknob of the door to your room at the end. You think you see a face, sad in the eyes, but smiling, a little outstretched hand. A small, little gnomish man of indeterminate age and ridiculous clothing. Seemingly the face of Philomelianor. You blink, and it's gone. For everyone else, uh, you have whatever dreams you may have, what dreams may come. I may offer, <laughs> I may offer my insight into this dream. Fuck those bitches, they don't give you powers. <laughs> <laughs> Your commentary, it's like, no! <laughs> it's funny because this that dream was written down before Calvary bought all the black clothes and shit. <laughs> I'm like, this is gonna seem so pointed and ham-fisted with last session. But so you all wake up uh, and reconvene in the morning at, at the inn. I was just gonna say, um, I've been to do this for a while, but um, as I wake up and you know, like get Chris on his way, I'm gonna take out. The empty snuff box I got. Okay. Oh, oh now nope. pause for my other right? right? She's dead. She's dead, guys. She's not fine. <sighs> we dead. have an open uh, cot in the basement now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone wants to be replacement uh, dungeon slave number three. <laughs> We're taking cast calls. Let's call. Let's call. Let's call uh, who was it? Dane Devito. Yeah. <laughs> you can have your own character. You don't have to play Quixie. We can kill her off. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be very easy. Like the Skylines are right there. <laughs> yeah, any of us could be killed off so fast yep. right now. Yep. M. Carrick's a dangerous Whoa. place, guys. So I've been meaning this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have. I remember like this is camp that we raided that was abandoned, and I got an empty snuff box with the word dreams on so it. Says dreams on it. Yeah. And I got a gold bar from the Aaron Erlinidai er- 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 Forge. Mm-hmm. It's like a stamp on it. I think it was yeah. like Elven Forge. Yeah. I'm gonna put the bar in the box, close it, or is it too? Doesn't fit. Oh. Snuff box is quite small. Oh, I thought it's it was like, I thought it was like I'm thinking like a music box. No, 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 yeah, like snuff It's like a little thing like for like smelling salts uh, or okay. for opium. Snorting drinks. Actually. Yeah, snorting tobacco. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the box. <laughs> it's, 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 it's quite small. It would fit in like any little okay. pocket. Uh, yeah. But I will put the gold bar like under a floorboard somewhere in the house. That might be a good plan. That's Just, fair you know, rather you know, than carrying around the gold out bar bed. with you. Yeah. So if, when Chris is getting his coffee or something, I'm gonna kinda like slide the bar under the under the thing. Under the floorboards. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Sew it into the upholstery of your sofa. Yeah, there we go. Why is the sofa so heavy? <laughs> <laughs> Egyptian cut. <laughs> a million thread count. <laughs> it would have made that much of a difference. The sofa's kind of heavy to start with. The sofa really aren't that heavy. Yeah, but I mean, like. So I mean, it's going to, just for brevity's sake, uh, just sort of, uh, sort of, um, give Chris a kiss goodbye and, uh, 
get all geared up and meet the crew at the tavern. Cool. Uh, give me give me an investigation check for hiding that uh, bar there. Eleven. Scrape it on the twenty, and then just roll sure, over. Sure, it won't be important, he says. Don't get scribbles. pulled off by your husband, he says. <laughs> I'm still so, so giving him gold. Oh my god. You poor thing. Oh, you know, I like silver more. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of clashes with my, my skin complexion, you know. Uh, so you folks all meet up at the uh, at the mm. end. Callie's wearing her black clothes. Similar sort of fair. Good morning. Good morning. How was your date, Yolanda? It was real nice. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. When is Kelly, are they staying for another few days? I think so, because they needed to get the, they needed to get everything ready for and the mercenaries and things, remember? Okay, so. Who are you? Oh, Calorie? Hello. Are you Hi. undercover, Daredevil? <laughs> no. What this happened is, to the big hat? This is my new look. I mean, this is, right. this is how I'm gonna be from now on. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it's more streamlined than the large hat, but. I'm very, I'm very serious. Wow. I mean, it's gonna smudge her eyeliner a bit more. Like, <laughs> you got thumbs outward. Thumbs okay, outward. Okay, okay, there you go. There you go. I'm confused. Did you decide that you aren't going to be following File a Millionaire anymore? No, still, still following File a Millionaire. Yeah. Does he know that? Yeah. Okay. How does this work? I'm confused. I don't know about God. Sometimes pranks happen in secret. Uh, yeah. And are big, you know, shows. But so they still have to be happy, don't they? So you're gonna try to try to be try, try to be less obvious when you're pranking folks? Sure. I mean I, you kinda look a little obvious right now though with the makeup and everything. This isn't obvious, this is under this is this is this is serious, this is a serious look. Sure, but you don't look like everybody else. I mean what? there's only like two other people dressed in all black in here, and I'm pretty sure that one's an undertaker. I mean, I got a little bit of red here, but like that's just me, but a little bit I of mean, color. Like if it's all black, it's it's either too much. You're trying dress, too hard. Dress how you want, but doesn't your god like want you to be happy and cheerful and crazy? Isn't that how your magic works? I don't know, we'll find out. Uh, I just I have one I have a question. <laughs> Sure. Can I still make you flower crowns? Oh, black roses would be amazing. Those are a thing. Do we have yeah. are those around here? Yeah, yeah, we could do black rose flower crowns. Yeah. Or I'm not sure mess with the aesthetic. Oh, oh, I'll try to find some black flowers, I guess. Mushroom crowns are multi-purpose. You can eat them. I try to think about where the nearest flower shop is with black roses <laughs> <laughs> that I remember. Well, oh, is it Bosco's if I don't third? if I don't make one for you, but I make one for other folks, it's just because I couldn't find the right flowers for it. That's fair. Okay. All right. This is this is serious, serious stuff. Yolanda's gonna try to chat up the uh, the tavern keeper to find out about the inn and like who owns it and if they would be willing to do a partnership with like a cruise line. Spreadsheets with Calvin. <laughs> The um, the guy you're talking to actually is is the owner of the inn. Okay. Uh, he talks about setting it up and just wanting to have somewhere where where people from from all over the place could feel at home, somewhere where they could really feel like there's uh, uh, a bit of home with them there. You know, somewhere they feel welcome. Talks about uh, it definitely being 
you know, excited by the general prospect. He seems very interested in it. Uh, give me, give me a persuasion check. Cause they can. I heard people talking about salting dogs on the ship. It's a pirate ship, and then this one's called the Salty Dog. So I don't know if you do a lot of cured meats, but <laughs> you create dogs. But it matches the theme and all. Oh. Oh. The number That's of people like, holding their heads in their hands are in the table right now. The Picard. It's been a couple of weeks. My Yolanda barriers are not yet fully installed. Like, oh, I don't know. All I imagine is like a bunch of Picard memes just like yep. everywhere. <laughs> I imagine one person just at the end of the bar just in thrall. <laughs> or somebody is this spitting person? out their meat. Does 26 hit? Uh, the guy's AC? You stab him? <laughs> no. It's a 26 Stabbing him with seduction. Stabbing him with seduction. Stabbing him with seduction. That's a very different adventure. Like Lara Croft's Tomb Raider or the first that's, generation. That's in, that's in the, the porn book. Surely. Stab him with tits. <laughs> That's not God. written yet, but I mean, Yolanda has damage. blades attached to her breasts. <laughs> oh, oh no! no. Like, this is awful. Awful. Were we talking about nipple tassels? Nipple tassels. We're continuing last week. What is wrong with us? We're, we're just now I asked him so that we just go off the rails. A bit. <laughs> yep. No. Uh, so yeah, he he sounds quite interested in the prospect. Uh, oh, gets the information from you about who to who to be in touch with, who to expect contact from, things like that. Yeah. I'll grab everyone yeah. breakfast round. Yeah. Coffee, eggs, toast. So, Armina, you wanted to go see Solakai this morning, right? I don't know if we should do that before or after the ghost thing. I feel like we should get it out of the way. The ghosts yeah. are not, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty as shot. I wanna, I'm procrastinating. I wanna, it's <laughs> so, Sol and I, let's say I left abruptly, and by that I mean I just didn't bother to come into work that day for 40 years, so... I mean, did you tell him anything? I gave him a letter after I left. Uh-huh. Um, a Dear John letter? Yeah. Didn't oh, give him a return address. Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing in fiction where in a book the girl is too much of a coward to say so to the man's face, and so she just leaves and leaves a letter. I mean, I'm right here. And it's like, oh, you were really super nice, <laughs> but just I, it's, I'm the problem, and then... That's the letter. Oh. And, and why did why John, is it? I don't know. I guess John is a common name for people who write those kinds of books. Oh. But it's not that common in Wikipedia. I'm not sure why they chose that name specifically. Why does it make thing? somebody a coward to write something down in a letter? And no. Well, just instead of like saying to their face that they wanted to leave and they didn't like where they were. But you are right. I'm, I I should get out of the way and pull pull the bandaid off right away. I'm insight checking calorie. Okay. Nat twenty. Oh. <laughs> Did you leave a letter at home? Feel free to whisper to. Uh, oh, we to whisper no, to you want. Feel free to all of the podcast. <laughs> you can whisper feel to the podcast to too. Yolanda's player character. Did you forget your wife's name? <laughs> no, I just wanted to make it clear for people at home. You can whisper to Sarah uh, whether, whether Calorie left home without time. You can whisper to the microphone as well, and, and everyone else can just... I mean, realistically, Yolanda's probably so. going to say it as soon we as she... We all know. Yeah, we're going to know at some point. Uh, Calorie may have left a letter for her parents who didn't tell them where she was going. Uh... Calorie, did you... Is that what you did when you were leaving home? No. 
Are you sure? Yeah. Because you look real upset right now, and not just because of the black bits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Kauri. Did I say something mean again? It's fine. It's fine. It's just, you know, sometimes you gotta leave places that are terrible. That's true. Why didn't you tell your parents why you were leaving? Because they're boring and lame. Of all the criticisms of parents I've heard in this world, not the worst. <laughs> but I understand. But because maybe... they didn't understand me and my things that I like doing. You don't think they would have supported you if you wanted to leave? They wanted me to stay so that I could, you know, help out with the with everything of it all. Because well, that's what, you know, you do. You, you, you do things for your family and... What? Do you do you ever send them messages? You, you can talk right into people's heads. Yeah, I send I send my brother messages, and I'm sure he talks to them. But do you ever send them a message? No. Do you think maybe you should? No. Why? Because they left, and I'm not going back ever. So you know, it's fine. You don't want to hear how much you hurt them? No. Crixie's like, Woo! <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, it might take you forty years, hon, but you might get around. So I think I think I'm coming full circle myself. So give it take forty years. Just I don't know. I, they probably just want you to be happy, and well, maybe not. I don't know, but it seems. Seems like it upsets you some, so maybe it would help you if you did. Well, think about it. But they're, they're, they're lame. They wouldn't, they wouldn't get it. So it's not like it's going to go anywhere. Quick to talk to her mama. Yeah, it did take me about a couple weeks. So to be fair, it's not like I immediately informed her of my whereabouts as soon as I was conscious of them. But, um, yeah, think about it. Or, you know, if you decide not to, whatever. I guess it doesn't make you a coward. I'm mostly just talking in context of those specific books. Usually they were written very badly. <laughs> well, in either case, are you guys gonna come with me or is oh, this yeah. a celebration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you need support? I mostly no. just want to go for my own curiosity. So no, I that I know yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, is, it, is it up to you? <laughs> no question. <laughs> no, it's 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 up. It's up. Oh. This is this is up top. They've got precincts up top. They've got uh, the guardsmith training facilities are all underground. That's over uh, a Christmas city mostly. But uh, the they they have precinct buildings up top so that basically so that visitors can be there as well. Right? And your house is up here too. Yeah, they prefer to put you somewhere where you're close to work. So Chris is there right now, actually. So I might, might pass him in the halls, but... Anyway, let's get through this. <laughs> Before we get there, do you want to kind of give us the rundown of what we should say and shouldn't say? Well, Saul, he's a character. Give or take, it's been 40 years, like I said. But sure. he's a big guy, as most dwarves are. you got to be kind of big to be an imposing figure. But he's very soft-spoken. Is he as big as Planeswalker? He's a bit wider, but a, a little bit. You 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 have to look very careful. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
his like <laughs> mental journey. In his face. What do you mean? A dwarf is wider than me. That's impossible. He's gonna take the easy way out yeah. here. <laughs> he's he's soft spoken, but he's not soft personality wise. He's very harsh, and he he sticks to his guns a lot of the time. <laughs> no, no pun intended. <laughs> pun fully intended. <laughs> but um. Yeah, seeing as how it's been a while, I don't know. Uh, did we do detect poison and disease on the handkerchief? Yeah, like yeah. a full yeah, okay. CSI cleanse. Yep. Cool. I thought that we did, but I was going to prepare As we're walking up, I'm going to have the handkerchief in my hand. I'm going to kind of like look at it and just kind of summon the courage. I can't remember. Uh, did, the, did Mr. X tell us to say it was from him or were there any instructions on? He didn't specify. He just said, give, give him this and ask him. How's this cough? Okay. I remember the cough thing, but I'm thinking, like, is yeah. it, like, is it through some things? I don't want to say, oh, by the way, here's a, a kerchief I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen. He didn't specify. He didn't give a name to say, like, oh, say this is from so-and-so. So-and-so. Uh, the, the, the directions on giving the handkerchief to Saul were, were quite uh, sparse. Okay. We're going to keep walking. Um, I'm going to try to look, have a mental map of where where everything was, mm-hmm. and also, I'm gonna note where the spot in my dream was, where, like, the, the lamppost and everything. Okay. Those are you blocks from the headquarters, I yeah. think you said? Yeah, it so was gonna, heading toward, yeah. So I'm gonna try to note that, and there's a manhole cover, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna like, kind of look around and kind of note that. Okay, uh, give me give me a survival check. I'm gonna burn my luck point, point for this, my okay. um, inspiration point. Yeah, right. I'm gonna burn this. Because I feel like this is important, Exciting. so I'm gonna I'm gonna burn it. Better be important after this. <laughs> no, I mean, I burned one just for to see the city on the boat. So uh, natural twenty. Natural twenty. Okay. I mean, uh, you you know the direction you're heading. You know where you're starting, and you know where you want to go on the way. You know that if you go directly from the inn to the uh, the police precinct, your or the guardsmith precinct, rather, you are not going to approach from the same direction as in the drink. You can take a little detour, and mm-hmm. you can play it off as nothing too. You know you can't. So you do that. You lead the way out. You give a, a brief description of of Sol on the way there, and of the guardsmiths generally. Uh, you know, a lot of they're quite cut to brass tacks, uh, they, you know, uphold really old rules, rules as old as the city, which is to say thousands of years. Yeah, like some of them, the new ones, if a law is only a hundred years old, it might as well have been written yesterday. It takes a while for dwarves. It takes a while sometimes. Uh, Soul is not one of the real old guard, but he's definitely not a young man. Uh, he's been around a fair while. He's been around longer than you, that's for sure. Uh, he was he was your captain at the precinct. He's he's the captain of that precinct, not in charge of the whole guardsmiths, but of that area of the city and that particular uh, type of enforcement. You get these kind of basics as you uh, make your way along. You lead the way down the streets, and then you turn up the street that you immediately recognize from your dream. Mm-hmm. Walking along, like zero in. You are, yeah, yeah. More every little flicker of movement at the corner of your eyes, you are watching. Yeah. Because every time a shadow moves, you have that brief moment 
of not knowing whether it's going to turn into something else. Yeah. Let's stay like it is. I was trying to like match my mental image to the image of the of the mail car. We're kind of like in a video game. You're trying to match yeah. the picture. I'm trying to do that. And like, oh, there it is. One of the flames flickers and one of the lamp posts. Eyes dart to that and back to the road. You're going along. And then you see you see the manhole cover. Okay. You tracked it down. This is this is the correct yeah, intersection. That is you have a brief little chill. All all the hairs on your arms and your face standing up as you realize that directly below you. 200 feet, 300 feet, you're not exactly certain, but directly below you is the vault where you saw them taking the shark leap. I... Somewhere down there. As we're walking past, I'm going to, like, to every mental capacity thing in my brain and know to where it is so that I can come back yeah. to it. Should we have to? Okay. Give me a percentile, please. Percentile? Yeah. May I make my perception check for the day? Uh, yes. <laughs> Two. Okay. Perception check for the day? Yes, I am looking for something and Yolanda doesn't know it's here. So I'm just making a perception right. check. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. To see if she happens to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 82. 82. <coughs> I'm pretty sure I need like a net 20 because she's got a negative 2 perception. <laughs> um. You definitely need more than a two, that's for sure. I think I need more than like a four. I think I rolled a 16 my first time, which is a 14. So this much conversation about it. Now you must say to the podcast listeners what it is that you're looking for. I'm looking for the club, the belly club. that The uh, belly club. That uh, uh, potentially a succubus is running. Ooh. Ooh. Potentially magic place. That Yolanda doesn't know is magic. No, Eris brought her there. Or even potentially magic. Hmm. Oh. There's and a, a sex city? club underneath it. Oh. Okay. And it moves You'll, city to city? Well, I, it might be a chain. Oh. Yeah. A franchise sex club? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, small side thing. I'm still looking for tattoo parlors. Yeah. But not a, not a... I'm just looking around. Yeah. Fair enough. As you're going along, your, your eyes linger on the manhole cover. Mm-hmm. And you think... You see some movement in behind it or something like for a some, moment. Oh. Something in the in the shadows beneath it, through through the slits in the grate. You almost find yourself leaning in toward it, the sounds of the crowd and the din zoning out for a moment. You're <laughs> I, I I jump Oh ah, Gotcha. Piece of shit. Oh come on, <laughs> what do you expect? You know why I'm looking. Am I, oh, but, I by the way, when I talk, when I talk out loud, do I say it out loud? They can hear it, or is it in my head? It's, it's like, up to you. It's in my head. You can talk out loud. If oh no, <laughs> it's in my brain. As we're walking, I'm just going to lead the group. You knew I was looking at that manhole cover, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I noticed. When you lay down breadcrumbs, you know, usually you kind of keep an eye on them to see if anything's going to pick them up. Breadcrumbs. Wait, was that you the other yeah. night? Well, what, didn't you recognize my wonderful dulcet tones? Not in the slightest. Oh, come on. No. You're just trying to hurt me now. Oh, is that, is that obvious? I gotta work on that. It's Damn not it. gonna work, and even if it did, I'm a demon. We like pain anyway. <laughs> so, if I, so by that logic, if I'm too nice to you, you don't like that. 
Does this make heaven sure. the masochists and or the sadists? And <laughs> yes, yes, it does. All right. Without <laughs> being too cryptic, because I know that's kind of your shtick. What else can you tell me? Well, first of all, I, I take a tiny little bit of, of offense in it being my shtick. That's that's making it personal, and there's no call for personal. Well, it wasn't. Here. It wasn't the, the attack. It's uh, it's an occupational hazard. You know, there are certain ways of doing business when you're in certain lines of business. Would you ever show up to a meeting without a weapon? No. Of course not. Are well, you being violent? Not no. they have to be. Are you, are you, is it threatening? Is it because you don't trust the effort? No, it's just how you do business when you're in that line of work. That's true. Um, the same is true of me. Yeah. I am, after all, only a... Ever so humble servant. Of course you are. Humbles, humbles your middle name. But let's just suffice to say you've come to some interest of some people. And there's nothing wrong with interest. No. Interest can be leveraged. I know that. It's just... You know... I'm assuming you know what went down in my history. I know some things. I, you know, I, if I'm honest... I haven't been paying that much attention to you particularly. Well, seeing as how I'm not... few things, yeah. I'm not the sort, so I, I don't expect you to be in my business, but... I got, okay, we got about a minute before I get to the front door, so can you give me anything between now and then? Go. Well, I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you want from me? I... What are you willing to share? At this point, I'm open. But it's a crack, so... <sighs> Maybe I'm sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, as, like, as somebody... they put chocolate in bread. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> Just saw someone in the cafe over there. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. You're talking about the. They're talking about pain chocolate. What? It's a croissant. You speak French? Yeah, it's Amish. That was neat. There's chocolate. Y'all didn't tell me about chocolate and bread. Do you want to go get one? Let's go get one. <laughs> <laughs> so while they're taking a little break, you get color croissants. I mean, it kind of leans like against the I, 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 I say. <laughs> I'm saying here. Uh, chocolate bread is too. I wave a chocolate. It's too much. Callie, you're not fun anymore. <laughs> so as while they're doing this, um, I'm going to lean and say, you got 30 seconds, sweetie. Uh, 16 persuasion check. Persuasion check. Look, let's just say, when your whole thing is tricks and all the subtlety and minutia that entails, you tend to pay attention to the little details, to, to the undercurrents. You read the room, right? Best I can. And, uh, well, the room's getting a little weird. Oh, that goes without saying. Some things are happening. There, there's an odd tension amongst the guests at this particular party. And, uh, well, sometimes you want to find out a little bit more from someone who's on the ground level. All the way up there on ground level. Ground level. Not 
Thanks, Helm. Note that. Anyway, are you guys getting croissants? I want one of those, too. Oh, yeah, here's a croissant. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. I get these from my, oh, my break. Oh, I remember this. And I, 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 I totally it's ignored. Mom, I know. Zig Zig is, you know, call, call ignored. I'm done. Can I try and convince the baker else. to make a caramel pain au chocolat? Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make a make a persuasion check. Oh, that sounds real good. Twelve. <laughs> And they say you, they usually make those in the afternoon. Oh, excellent. So we can come, we can come back later? I'm thinking if we just give Calorie enough sugar, she'll snap at it. <laughs> <laughs> and if she don't want them, I'll eat them. Okay, yeah, good plan. <laughs> when you get 10, you can feed two Calorie and I'll eat the other one. <laughs> I, I nervous eat a croissant, rah, like just like, rah, rah, rah. just nervous eating. As you're making your way along, you come around a slight bend. You know, Calvary, mm-hmm. you know, nobody ever calls me a child. Maybe you just need bigger boobs. <laughs> um, excuse you. No one ever calls me a child, and I'm as flat as a pancake. Well, that's true. So you either need to be kind of mean or have big boobs. <laughs> no one ever calls me a child either, and I'm pretty or, sure I don't have boobs. Or grow real tall. They call pectoral, sweetie. True. <laughs> and then child. Right. Yeah. I just think in the different ways you could you could show that to people. I have no control over how big my boobs grow. Well, you kind of do. Because you can eat a whole lot, and all of you gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> just get fat. <laughs> we have croissants, and we have sell the caramel croissants. We all go to your boobs. That sounds great. Let's get fat. <laughs> Yolanda's from somewhere with very harsh winters. She likes chubby people. You gotta get a stock up. It's like none of you would survive a winter. <laughs> I'm from literally from the mountains. <laughs> Just genetically resistant to the cold, okay? I am winter. Uh, so you come around a slight bend in the road, and in front of you, you see the guardsmith precinct of this sector of Amkaric. A... Decently tall buildings, about three stories. Particularly sturdy looking. Edging toward imposing, potentially, but it's not like it's going out of its way to try to be an imposing looking building. It's not covered in spikes and battlements or anything like that. There are there are no battlements. There there don't appear to be really any exterior features almost at all, in fact. Uh, Contrary to a lot of the other buildings, which are relatively adorned on the outside with carvings and and filigrees, this one is quite plain, with the exception of a band at about dwarven eye height, about a foot tall, that seems to run all the way around the building. It's covered in runework, filigree, carving, etching. You walk up to the front door. You see a lot of guardsmiths coming coming and going. There are several doors as well. Uh, some larger gates out of which come carriages bearing the now fairly familiar to you all uh, crest of the guardsmiths of Amkaric. See people coming and going. There's a couple, or a few rather, who are stationed at the front doors. You see uh, lots of visitors are going in and out of here as well, and other civilians, dwarven and otherwise. They kind of give you little nods as you're making your way in. Um, is there like a check-in desk, uh, secretary at the front? Yes, there is. Uh, you go up and 
Uh, yeah, you walk up. There's a bank of the three secretaries there. Okay. Two of them are already dealing with someone. I, I go to the one there. Uh, good morning. Um, is Captain our demo in, in today? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, you want to go up and see him? Uh, yeah, go uh, right through those stairs there. Uh, up, up one. And then... Uh, you you want to talk to uh, to a secretary? Hey, oh, yeah, she'll, she'll see about scheduling you in for an appointment or something, huh? Uh, thanks, sweetie. That's all. I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna. You have nod. a good one there. Thank you, you too. How long are her fingernails? <laughs> <laughs> Not really long. She doesn't seem to be putting too much work into them. Oh, but she puts <laughs> something. Work. But she puts work in the there. The next one, though. The next one for the next. Just decade. Okay. Uh, you go through. You go up a up a flight of stairs. And this is where you worked? Yeah, just uh, it's like going back to your old school, just uh, getting in the vibe again and looking at all the buzzing yeah. arounds. We and didn't the have a school. Around. No. You didn't have a school? No, we just all met at the church. That explains so much. I know it does. <laughs> we didn't have a school or a church. <laughs> That we is just the, I remember the you lake. Just the lake. Shauna laughs so much. <laughs> 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 I'm enjoying that. Flat as a pancake, and that explains so much. <laughs> oh, oh, stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you, my fan. I will be here all night. Yolanda's just laying the groundwork for force feed and calorie sugar <laughs> later. That's great. I had, I had, I had a, I had, we had school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> school world. The children were planeswalking. Oh, it's a sensitive topic for her. No, that wasn't the, was the planeswalkers at Robin. <laughs> that was me. Uh, <laughs> that was not my She graduated. All, all the kids school. go there. <laughs> um, yeah, just as you're walking down the halls. Yeah, as you're nodding. going as you're going up the stairs and going down the halls, uh, you pass by. Uh, uh, pass by more and more uniformed officers as you're going out. You notice it seems like most of the people in civilian clothes are going to different routes, mm. going different directions. It seems like it's pretty much just because you had like one specific particular person you're trying to see. This doesn't seem like the sort of avenue that most people go in if they're just trying to get things dealt with. Uh, but the walls are lined with pictures of people, little, little painted portraits. Uh, employee of the month, you know, most bags for the year. Can I find our meetings? Are there any? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, are there any more meetings? <laughs> and then every landing, perception or yeah. investigation. Sixteen. God perception. Oh, Thirteen. Eleven. Thirteen. Sixteen. Okay. Every landing that you reach, uh, and occasionally along the walls, there will be larger collages of face, 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 face. Like a class photo in the halls of a school. Don't you? So dare. it's like you know, class of '72. <laughs> Class of 73. Class of 74. We find one from 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're taking a look. In that case, give me an investigation. Uh-huh. Plus 7 to that. 16. Okay. Awesome. Making your way along. Which is on a mission. <laughs> As I want to know what your hair hallway. looked like 40 years ago. Yep. It's like finding your parents' yearbook. Well, you know what's exactly. Right? <laughs> or going to their school. You're like, all right, when the fuck were my parents born? Yeah. How old are you when you're in a grade that would be in this school? <laughs> 63. Google, help me. 63. 63 years old. We discussed old. Okay. this yesterday at your birthday celebration. <laughs> <laughs> um, making your way down the hallway. Making your way downtown. Uh, <laughs> heading toward Armina's specific unit. 
you start to notice this because it is the the unit name and then the mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And the years are getting more and more recent as you go along. Interspersed by so again, fix her hair a little big bit. collage <laughs> and then, you know, five pictures. That's the chief for that year, sure. the most arrests for that year, the, you know, couple of mm -hmm. sort of congratulatory honors. And then next and the next and next year and next year and next year. And then you see, <laughs> at first, not Armina Wessensmith. You see Chris Wessensmith uh -huh. and Armina... Uh, Fireforge. There we go. Ooh. Armina Fireforge. You follow it along a few more years, and then you find Armina Wessensmith all oh. of a sudden. You know, you know, when we got married. Yep. Another few years, and then she is conspicuously absent from the next. Who is in my place? Did someone, like, take my seat? It's is not there... a strict position thing. Kind of like a class photo. It's just, like, all the people oh. that are in the unit. So they're not even all the same size. Some of them have ten more pictures. Some of them have, have, have a dozen fewer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, Amina, you're so cute. Oh, oh, you found her? Oh. Yeah, look. Her last name's Fireforge. Yeah, it's my mother's maiden name. Oh, it's your maiden name, yeah. too. That's how well, names work. yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you look so young. Look, you hardly got any gray hair at all. You're, yeah, that's how time works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah. yeah. Oh, and you had a full beard. I know. Then I shaved it off. But now I'm growing it back, and you see it's been like a almost like like this right yeah. now. Like, yeah, you know, got some some some, some red, some salt, pepper, some chili flakes yeah. going on in there. You know, like <laughs> it's a little more than stubble. It's there. More than stubble. Yeah. I'm growing it in. And, you know. Cool. Oh my god, the crow's feet. Oh, I dual face pull back. But you still look nice. You're fine. Oh, I'm just being picky. You're definitely not a child. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you do also see, as you're looking through these this progression of years, mm -hmm. uh, Solokai's picture is larger than all of the others. And it could be a replica every year for 60 years. I knew it was that kind of guy. I knew it. It could be the exact same picture just copied and pasted to okay. the next year with the exception that occasionally the shirt's a different color. So is it like creepy like Keanu Reeves creepy or is it creepy <laughs> like magic creepy? Uh, Keanu Reeves style. Alright, that's unfeasible. Sure, like he is kind of aging. Yeah, but... it's more about the expression, like identical okay. expression. Like the only to changes are a his slight. Early movies, you would definitely see. Yeah, the you're like okay, yeah, he's okay. older now, okay. not forty years yeah. older. Like what the if fuck? If Keanu Reeves but... wants to join us, to be yeah, on also an open invitation. Okay, so much. Do you want to be on Vin Diesel, Keanu Reeves? We need some women in this. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. 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 Also, not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> he has lesbian energy. He, he has lesbian energy. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just that you understood immediately what I meant by Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It was 100% Keanu Reeves. There was this one guy I saw online. He um, was a teacher and he had the same sweat in every photo for like 40 years. So like the same pose. Well, obviously he aged but the same exact sweater every right. year. That was so cool. Jeez. That's fun though. That's kind yeah, of fun. that's kind yeah. of what I imagine with Saul. Um, Saul, basically... The, the pose, the posture, the expression are the exact same every year. 
The only things that change are a, a, a gradual deepening of the wrinkles and a gradual deepening of the jowls. Does he look super From serious? Year to year. <laughs> he looks pretty serious. He is not in any of these photographs doing what you could say is smiling. Uh, he isn't actively scowling, mm -hmm. but he very much has the expression of someone who is waiting for this to be finished so they can get back to something else. Does he have like a full beard with like a mustache or anything? He's got a bit of a beard, but it's it's trimmed into a, a different style that you haven't seen around as much. Okay, okay, okay. It, it has a feeling of archaism to it. Even though you're not necessarily familiar with the, the cultural norms of the place, it's one of those things where you look at it and you kind of go, okay, I don't know what's normal, but that feels old-timey. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Like when you see older pictures from, like, different countries, and you're like, all right, I don't know what this looks like now in 2020, mm -hmm. but that still looks old-fashioned. <laughs> Yeah, so you go to the secretary's desk. You're making your way along. As I do, I take off my hat and kind yeah. of like pull back my hair up and make sure it's presentable. Take off my hat for the captain. back a little bit and wait for the rest of the group to go ahead. Okay, you get in. The hallway opens up into a long, <laughs> wide, low room filled well, with desks. Before that, do I yeah. do I notice Calorie going? <laughs> uh, roll me a perception check. Calorie, roll me a stealth check. Yolanda, I'm nervous. Why? Because the last member of the law enforcement we met did not go very well at the beginning. Yeah, I think we should probably let let Amina talk. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> can, can you do me a favor, Yolanda? Sure. If I start to try and talk, can you, like, stop me? <laughs> How do you want me to stop you? Can you, like, just, like... I don't know. How do you normally stop somebody from talking? Well, I could do it with magic, or I could put my hand over your mouth, or I could, like, hit you with my tail. Hit me with your tail. Okay. 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 <laughs> 23. 23 on the perception, and, uh, Calorie, would you mind restating what your stealth check was? Five. Five. Uh, so was that a 25? Just, just five. Just a normal five. Okay. And then as then you I, got a 23. As I take off my I hat, I clearly see Calorie. You, you clearly see the person in all black trying yeah. to fade toward the back of the I group. casually yeah. walk over, I put my hand around her shoulder, I stop her. <laughs> and I'm like, sweetie, what are you doing? Nothing. That's why you're doing nothing. Okay? <laughs> nothing. That's why you're doing nothing. I mean, it went full mom. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen my boss in 40 years. The last thing I want is to be pissed off at something you pulled. Who's gonna pull anything Bull. like super serious? Honey, I know you have your cravings. After. I'll help you, but not now. But it was just like an innocent little thing. Nope. <laughs> Inside check. 22. What was it? I was gonna paint a mustache on his face. <laughs> Hun, please, I beg you, not now. Okay, 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 okay. I appreciate it, sweetie. I really do. Just, I, uh, I look at my stuff for something, for something to do. <laughs> Just, I look oh, at my do I have a fidget toy? Here's the iPad, no. Um, I give her my puzzle box that I reshuffled again. Okay. Here, you can do this, all right? Fine, fine. Thank you. 
child have a toy? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. But I was thinking when, when I said you went full mom, and I was like, oh, oh no, the lap. Because knowing our previous history with this, things are gonna go down. Okay, no, I'm an not adult. now. <laughs> so you are for it. Uh, and the hallway opens up into a long, wide, low room that is filled with desks. Just desk, 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 desk. Laid out in a gridwork pattern. Behind each desk is a member of Guardsmas. Big L-shaped desks that face each other. They're chatting back and forth. Occasionally they'll show to an adjacent desk. You see a lot of there's filing of paperwork, things being stamped, things being checked, recorded. Everyone in here is uniform. There are some people moving back and forth. They're walking through going from one place to another. There are a couple of different uniforms on display here. And then at the far end, you see what Armena, you know to be Solokai's office. The blinds are drawn, and the door is closed, which you are not used to seeing. Hmm. You generally, at least in your experience, in your years here, kept the door open. Uh, and his secretary was always at the front of the room. She served as, or he, as the case may be, at the moment, it's female. But uh, the secretary for Saul generally served as a secretary for this precinct unit as a whole. Uh, that seems to be no longer the case. The secretary is at the far end of the room, right up next snug to his office. Okay. So... That's a little bit bizarre to you, because as you've been walking the streets, you've been keeping an eye on the changes, and you've definitely noticed some changes. But by and large, the changes are things for the visitors. The dwarven stuff has not changed that much. The dwarven businesses, the dwarven homes, the stuff that is by dwarves, for dwarves, about dwarves, is all pretty much the same as you left it. Walking in here, like, it could have been, it's just nostalgia nonstop. You could have walked right back onto shift and not known there was a difference. You little shiver, shiver. This is the shiver. first one. Yeah. This is the first change, so it does throw you for a little bit of a loop. I, do but, want, I, I kind of look around and I'm like, wait, that wasn't, that wasn't there. I'm kind of trying to like piece together where I think it might be. Well, you know what you need to do. I yeah. mean, that's, there's his secretary. Maybe he's having a meeting at the moment. Maybe that's yeah. why the door's closed. I go over to the secretary, um, hat in hand. Uh, As you walk up, you recognize her. Oh, is it's this? Tala. It's Tala. Oh, so I, I kind of like look over. I'm like, Tala. Honey, is that you? Oh, hey there. Honey. Oh, it's Amina. Oh, oh, my wow. God. It's been so long. I haven't <laughs> seen you forever. Oh, my God. Where have you been? Oh. She is working on immaculate, exquisite nails. They are at least... 100% extra their length. Like, what is on the nail bed is at least 100% hanging she cl- off. She clicks the well. phone when she... They are painted <laughs> in all sorts of different colors. They have rhinestones set into them. She's got a tray in front of her with stones and metal flecks and all kinds of little tools. And she keeps. she's constantly moving things. She's repositioning stones. She's repainting a little bit of color. She takes a file and files a little notch into the edge of her nail. Hey, sorry if I don't pay too much attention. I'm just sort of working on these, you know. You, you, those are so pretty. They're lovely, hon. I... Roll me a perception check and a wisdom save. They're real shiny. Oh, oh yeah, you well, know, I work on them all day. They're, they're, they're like a work in progress all the time. Do you I'm, ever never do... really, I'm never really finished with them. Do you ever I do other home, people? You know? um, I 
quit shop. Why don't you hit me? My hands are on the one. You can re-roll it. No, it's a seven. It's a seven? Okay. She starts kind of painting your nails idly uh, while mostly devoting attention to hers. Which is 14 <laughs> perception, uh, nine for the something. saving throw. <laughs> okay. Um, you, it's all a blur. And in the audience, yeah. it's very confusing. And you're very off-put by seeing Tala in this role because you're used to her being quartermaster. She's not. You're also used to her being a little more gruff, a little more, like, kind of displeased with her lot. Uh, This very much sort of, at first, seemed like... Your history with Tala is very much... You weren't around when she was on the active force, on walking the beat. But you know that she got put onto the quartermaster corps as somewhat of a disciplinary measure for ruffling a too many a few too many feathers mm-hmm. uh, for raising a too few too many questions and now she's not a quartermaster anymore she's secretary which you had heard you had heard that she was in secretary and in charge and you know this is a fairly prestigious position for a secretary uh, you it's know cool. that soul has often been mocked for not choosing exclusively pretty secretaries. A lot of the precinct heads, they get their choice of who they want manning their desk, and usually they choose whoever they think is most attractive. A little bit of eye candy. He's caught some below-the-table flack and and behind-closed-doors snide comments made toward him for instead choosing people who are competent and capable rather than just choosing people he thinks are cute. Hmm. But it's still, it's a little bewildering. And so at first you're just kind of very much trying to come to terms with what seems like Atala who has given up. Yeah, I, I, I give a little like headshot, like, ooh. Something tweaks in the back of your mind. And you remember, she used to tell you stories sometimes about in the old, 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 old days, back in the Dwarven Empire where there was there was this group they were called I mean they were called something in Dwarvish translates to sparkle and flash or fireworks they were called the fireworks and they were a group of flamboyant spies who would use their their craft to pass secrets back and forth and you remember vaguely seeing her reposition these gemstones and sequins on her nails and painting all these colors. You remember something about traveling troops of performers who would alter their costumes to fairy state secrets in and out and, and all of this stuff. But you're not sure what to make of it. You try looking for specific things on the nails, but you can't really see anything. You're not sure if this is what that is. But it's like a tiny little bit of hope that the taller you knew is still in there somewhere. As I grab, as I say hello, I grab her hand with that in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look at you. Oh, my God, look. look at these nails. I try to note the pattern. Okay. On the, uh, uh, give me give me an investigation check. Well, it's a great use of, you know, a salary for your nails <laughs> at your desk all day. <laughs> and Can you get paid to do that? She's getting paid to do something else in this. What do you mean? She's not doing her job, guys. Do I have to yell? But she's real she's good at this. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm glad four. For her. Four? Garbage. Okay. I try to note it, but it's all too fast, oh, and yeah. my mind's like, oh, I, I, you, oh, hey, hey, and then. And carries it. 
What do what do secretaries do? Not that. Uh, so you kind of got tallest hand. You're taking a look at yeah. the nails. It's quick. It's a little blurry. You don't. You do feel like there's a, a, a deliberateness to it, but you're not sure if you're just imagining that. You certainly can't glean any of the actual information which it's, might it's be so there. You don't even really remember most of that stuff. Yeah. Heck, she didn't even seem to know most of that stuff. It was more like tales of, of, of old. It wasn't mm. necessarily like, you know, oh, hey, I found this book on how to do whatever. Kind of like when people talk about ninjas. It's like, okay, they're this sort of semi-mythical figure but the majority of people they might be able to tell you a few things about ninjas it's not like they can do anything a ninja could do they'd just be like oh i don't know throwing stars and knives folk tales yeah mythos ah oh, these look she takes look great makes some little adjustments paints things so you're probably here to see Saul, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can go on through. He doesn't have nobody in there right now. I'm just doing some transcribing, you know, standard sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, how you been, by the way? Oh, You've been gone a little while. Yeah, that's putting it lightly, she, sweetie. Go on, she keeps your hand with one hand, and with the other hand, she's writing with her left hand. Transcribing some things, signing some things, stamping documents, folding things, I, I, sealing them. Impressive. Goes back, replaces some Did, gemstones on her how hand. How long does, does this take to draw? Oh, you don't want to touch nothing for about an hour. Oh. Maybe if you wave your hands, it'd be yeah, faster. Yeah, wave it a little bit. Maybe you can blow on them a little bit gently. If you do too hard, you get little ripples in there. It's like waves. Maybe that's cool if you want to do <laughs> that. Want if you don't want for that sort of thing. Like a, uh, like a little like a seashell motif or something. I've done that once or twice. But, you know, just sort of the normal things. Well, yeah, well so honey, I, I never had this done before. Oh, well, you'll be fine, sweetheart. Don't worry. The worst that happens is you get pink everywhere. That's kind of a thing, but <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna go talk to Saul. We should we should catch up, you and I. Yeah, like, we like, should. We should. Yeah. We should There's that bakery together. around the corner, you know, with with, with the croissants oh, there. Oh yeah, they got the good stuff. Yeah. What yeah, when, when are you off for? When are you free? Oh, you know, I'm here till they ring the bell. Oh, okay. Well, and you know I'll what? I'll get back. I'll get back to you on that. I'll. I'll oh, yeah, of I'll, course. You have yourself a wonderful. You day too, sweets. I'm is gonna... that is that before or after the ghosts? Can I roll an insight check on this bitch? My <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nat one. Oh, okay. that one. Oh, right you can roll it. That don't mean anything. I've rolled a three. Oh, <laughs> no. That's so much better. Uh, she definitely has some ability to multitask. I mean, like, there's times she's painting things and doing things with the other hand without really looking at them. Uh-huh. So, you know, you, you get the okay. feeling that she's at least quite practiced at this routine. Sure. Um, but you're not really sure what to what to make of that, okay. and to what suspicious. extent that might right. extend. So I, I look to the door. I don't know where my conclusion should be. <laughs> what are you saying? I want to jump, oh, but you I know don't know things, but You don't know where to Listen, jump. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop in a little bit. Uh, do you, you mind? You want us to come with you? Um, you probably should all go in, or they should leave. I mean, you shouldn't really be hanging oh, around out here. Okay. There's plenty of room in there. There's lots it'll, of chairs and stuff. Don't worry. We've done a little redecorating. We did have a lot of chairs. Okay. Well, I'll I'll try to talk more. Okay. And yeah, Yolanda's gonna smack me with time. her tail if I try. Okay. To okay. You want me to oh, hit anybody else? Yeah, it's pink. Oh, that's nice. I I. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, I kind of play with the rim of my hat a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. like fidgeting. Oh, and don't I, worry, you'll be fine, boy. It's been a while, sweetie. Oh, okay, I got this. 
Should I hit anybody else with this otaku? Hold that thought. <coughs> I can't Mostly touch me. anything. Mostly. I knock. Come in. <coughs> Solakai. Um, you open the door. Come in. You see a wide desk, heighted correctly for a dwarf. Quite, quite nice looking. Not overly fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, fairly simple, but uh, but it looks good. It looks solid. Covered in paperwork on which he's currently working. Filing cabinets line every wall, and behind him is a, is a broad range of of documents in dwarvish, with signatures on the bottom and oftentimes wax seals or ribbons hanging from them. Armino, you know these to be commendations or appointments that he has earned over over the years in in this position or in previous positions. Um, He's got a bunch of chairs in front of his desk. Saul, sitting behind the desk, is a mountain dwarf. He has long, gray hair, steel gray, pulled back behind his head, laying into a thick braid that disappears from sight. He is definitely a very large dwarf. He's not large compared to you, Clanswalker. Good. Uh, Checks out. He... He is large in, in, in many senses of the word. He looks, even though he's sitting down, he looks like he probably would be a few inches taller than Armina. He's quite broad in the shoulders. He is definitely muscular. Uh, but he also, he's, he has seen some years and he has, uh, he's not in the best shape of any dwarf you've seen. There's something to him that, that looks like ill health or advanced age. He's, he's definitely mm. older. He's got wrinkles at the corner of his eyes, across his brow, along the sides of his mouth. He's got fairly heavy jowls. He leans back steeply in his chair, goes from signing his paper, crosses his hands, lays them across his belly. <coughs> come in, come in. Ah. Uh. Mrs. Wessensmith. Soul, it's, uh, it's been a while. You are somewhat uh, late for your <laughs> appointed shift. That's putting it lightly, yes, good sir. Yes, some few thousands of days. Yeah, as yeah. As a matter of fact, I regret to inform you that, of course, the terms of your employment, uh, the terms of your contract, are terminated. I gathered that. And will require some renegotiation. If you are here for further employment, I haven't decided. It's a delight to see you again. I'm How long do I gotta blow this? I'm getting dizzy. You can just, 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 just blow your hands. Well, that's kind of why I wanted to talk to you, sweet hun. I um, I I understand that the, the terms of my leaving were not the most professional, and for that I've come to apologize. I don't think there's any apology needed. This was not for myself, although I regret to say that, of course, I can affect no control over the whisperings in the hallways or those words of others which might be passed behind closed doors or behind backs. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know if my letter outlined it in detail, but I, just to reiterate from the horse's mouth, you know, I, I needed some time time for myself, you know, it was like a quarter-life crisis yes. for, for a dwarf. I, I had to leave. I, 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 I had to leave, and it was not the right call. At least leave it so suddenly. And now, 
Yeah. Oh, I where well, I forgot my manners. Uh, these are uh, in case you're wondering about. Yeah, I've been traveling them for some time, and I go around the room pointing. Um, this is Yolanda. Hi there. Calorie. Hello. Quixie. Fourteen thousand six hundred days specifically. Wow. That's great. <laughs> and <laughs> she's good with numbers. And this strapping young lad is a planeswalker. Pleasure to meet all of you. It's nice to meet you too. I'm Solakai Adamo. Welcome oh, oh, to my oh, city. Welcome to my precinct. It's real nice. Is there something in particular which I can be of aid? Ah. I do have, I must admit, a few questions and points of curiosity of my own which you might answer in time. Of course. course. The meaning of the matter. And the reasons behind your visit. Well, quite frankly, they're the same as yours. I I understand that it's been a while and I took some time to find myself and some friends and colleagues. And I think, again, just to sort of put a pin in that chapter and just sort of make sure we're on a somewhat professional courtesy. Yes, you understand. Of course. Uh, roll me an insight check. Um, he's definitely, he's eyeing on you, but he, he's always been kind of a shrewd fellow, and you've heard from, from Chris and from some others that he's become even a little bit more so in, in the recent years, so you're not overly surprised by that. Yes, and uh, what a fortuitous time to return as well. Is, is there anything in particular, I ask, which brings you back on this particular day? This particular week, this month, this year, as opposed to any other. Well, that's what about that. Yeah, quite, quite frankly, um, <laughs> I, it's just the way that the the time went out. I traveled, saw the world. I um, dabbled in a few odd jobs here and there. You know, uh, I was a nanny for a while and everything. What? And... Why is it for for two? Oh, it it it's um. How would you name fortuitous? Uh, lucky. Well, why is it, why is it lucky? Well, not lucky so much as the part these things play in fate or fortune. You see, in my position, you learn to pay attention to the details, the things that are there, the things that are not there, the things that have changed, and when they've done so. Often in these lie answers to difficult questions. When things happen, in my experience, madam, they do not happen by accident. What's happened? Oh, when things are done by people, they are done for reasons. And so I ask once more, is there some particular reason why now? Soul, you've always been a worrywart. It's it, you've always been a worrywart. I've always told you that, but it's it's just coincidence, honestly. I, we were on this weird, you know, that pirate boat that just docked in the the, the pirate boat that docked in the in the harbor. There, we were on that for a few weeks, and it just came to port. And I thought, what better time to pop in and say out everyone? He opens up his hands, previously folded across his belly, picks up a quill, scribbles a couple of things. Pirate boat, you say? Corsair Calvin's comfort cruise. Corsair Calvin's <coughs> comfort cruise. 
yeah, it's. I'll be leaving in a few days. Just a port of call. Not nothing more, nothing less. But they just go back and forth, but without it be fun. And where yeah. did you find yourselves previously? From whence are you hailing? All of you. I'm from Satan. Mountains. Mountains. Uh, field. Yeah, big tall ones. <laughs> tall mountains. Oh. He doesn't really know where he's from. He's from the ones that have that uh, that orcish name, but I, I I have a hard time pronouncing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that Yolanda translates the orcish name. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Tall mountains. That means tall mountains <laughs> in orcish. Oh, ah. that's super descriptive. <laughs> 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 Also speaks Orcish, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's like, yeah. yeah the that's man. why I call them the tall man. <laughs> <mountains. laughs> Duh. Like, if you want to speak Orcish, you say that. <laughs> I thought you were just doing the, the you know, quixy thing where you just well, say I, things in a more complicated way. No, I just didn't know that everybody it. called them that. Well, I mean, maybe not everybody. I haven't spoken to every person in the world. All right, but well, I'll keep talking about this. We'll figure it out. <laughs> In any case, uh, I must admit, I'm surprised you're awfully calm. I uh, I spent years thinking, like, how if you were mad or upset, and if you were... Because, you know, again, I was a bit young, and I left on a very sudden note, and I appreciate your, your candor in this, oh, and your, wow. your, your calmness. What's there to be upset by? When you get to my position, when you get to my age, you find that these small things... Perhaps the trifles not worth getting bent out of shape over. I wouldn't want to go doing something as foolish as having a heart attack over one or another constable at my precinct, and in doing so, shorten my years on this fair planet. That's Simple a good idea. curiosity. I mean, what what skin is it off of my nose? What wages you are or aren't paid? What positions you are or are not fulfilling, what rumors are or are not spread about you in your absence. These are not my doings, these are not my concerns, although my sympathies do go out for them. I mean, it's an adventure now. We all met because there was a giant crab. You know how that story goes. I rolled a 16 insight. Does he really not give a shit? Uh, 16 insight. He is definitely... Watching quite closely, uh, he's expressing curiosity, but below that curiosity, you definitely see some suspicion and some shrewdness. You you think that it's not just the general when things happen that he's wondering about. You get the definite feeling that there is there is a particular event or perhaps string of events that he is trying to tie this together with trying to figure out how this fits in with a certain chain. You don't know what that chain might be. You, you haven't heard much about what's going on around town or anything like that to be able to draw together, put two and two together and figure out what he's trying to link Armina's return in with. He doesn't seem that concerned with the rest of you necessarily. He's regarding you with a little bit of suspicion, but really no more than you'd expect from any kind of authority figure upon seeing newcomers. Uh, certainly no more than like Stern or any of the other uh, guards in Lapsalidas fixed you with. But Armina, he is definitely... His eyes are roving between you, 
but they are going to Armina between every other person and spending two or three times as long there when they do. Yeah, I don't so. got to... We saw the bounty board, but we weren't sure if there was something... You know, I mean, it has, has contacts here. Any um, kind of services you need rendered? The least we can do is help you out. Like, at least I can do, at the very least. Any, um... The least you want... of the least. Yeah, at least, at least, at least, at least. Anybody wants to grab for you, um... Go out in the Skalllands, anything like that. Uh, a favor for, for an old friend. In general, when we have such matters, we post them on those boards to be attended to by mercenaries, adventurers, or other such-minded folks of the town. As you already have noticed, probably you have seen some of our uh, postings there regarding various matters around the city. Or outside, which might be oh, perhaps beyond our purview or, or just beyond our abilities to deal with. Hmm. Alright. Uh, One, um, I have something that needs to be done. Rest assured, it takes steps to ensure the measures are undertaken to see that matter done. I know you would. That's you, you haven't changed a bit, Saul. I know, I know you all too well. Yeah, I'm not sure whether it's a compliment or an insult. Oh, hon. You know, come on, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Still didn't clarify. <laughs> are you, you alright? How's your cough, hon? It, it looks like you had it for a while. Oh, it's fine. No worse than any other year, particularly. I can heal people. You want to give it a try? Don't you uh, have something? It's nothing of, uh, nothing of a disease, the doctors assure me. Simply a matter of years and exposures, perhaps. Have you tried getting disease cured, though? Because, you know, sometimes doctors are wrong. Uh, Exposure the doctors, to what? The priests. Well... Various things over the years. This is why you should stop smoking. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been going for way too long. <laughs> That's not a reason to continue. You know that, right? I, I, I don't... I get so many drugs. They <laughs> <laughs> can't hurt me. It's yeah. fine. Certain this is just how things have always been. Certain paths are inexorable. An arrow, once loosed, can no more change its course than it can reverse it. Get shot with an arrow? I don't know what that means. He's being... It means that I am an old man. And the time will come when I am to die. There are some things perhaps I can do to slow or forestall this. But the more I do for that, the more of the hours I waste of those I have left here. And there are only so many of those I am willing to waste. There are more productive things to which to devote myself and my time. It certainly uses a lot of words. That makes sense. And you talk real nice. Thank you. Have you have you thought about going to any of the, the sailing services in the city? Uh, I have. We, we, we saw we saw a cheap one, I think. Oh, don't worry yourselves. Oh, cheap one. I don't know. Like, I mean, you gotta save your pants when you can't, right? You talking what? about that tent? Yeah. Maybe. Like, oh, what tent are you talking about? There's a big new medical tent, I think, somewhere downtown. I, I figured you would have sent the permits for that. 
Well, wherever we've been told it was. What's what church is it? Oh, I, lo- I lost the name. What's I forgot the there name. There was a sun on it. What? Uh, order or something. Order of the, the sun. Order the sun. I oh, forgive us, son. We we. <laughs> Wait, does he not know? Does he not know? I'm rolling inside. I'm rolling inside. I rolled seventeen. I rolled a fourteen. <laughs> Screw it. I'll do it too. 14, 17. 10. 21. 10, 21. Order of the Rising Dawn. Uh, that's it. Armina Equitsi, uh, he's definitely, he's playing out the line. Oh, sure. He, sure. He knows. He, he like, knows. he's got a quill in hand. Yeah. But when he took it in hand to write down Corsair Calvin's, he didn't poise with it. He didn't pause. He didn't flourish it and draw attention to the quill in his hand. He picked it up. He started writing. There was nothing showy about it. Now he's but, picked up a quill and he's gesturing to you. He's trying to draw forth. What give me was the names. Give me the words. What's it called again? What is okay. it? I, I, There's I, definitely I look, a little show. I look. I kind of glance. I kind of walk as a quicksy a little bit. But he said that he's been. You've been. Son, right, but you've been to priests and things, right? I guess Priyasha? Oh, yes. But, you know, always good to get a new opinion. I'm always curious about developments in my city. Of course, I'm only one man. I can't know everything that happens. I can figure out what's wrong with you. Really? I got, I got that spell prepared. Oh, well maybe, maybe it would help him out. Do you want me to help you out? I certainly won't stop you. I cast detect poison and disease. Okay. Uh, you cast it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just read up briefly on what that is. Mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be anything specifically diseased about him. At least not an explicit curable disease. There doesn't seem to be any sort of explicit poison. There are various waftings of the aura coming off of him, which speak of some generally degraded health or overall bodily harms that have been, been caused over the years, uh, but not a disease that's, that's caused by anything curable. Um, he might have some sort of, you know, for instance, that this, uh, this won't detect things like congenital defects, birth mm-hmm. defects, uh, things like that. It doesn't affect and things like that you can't necessarily heal. So he might have something like that, just a, a hereditary weakness of the lungs, or it might be something he's inhaled over the years that hasn't diseased him per se and hasn't poisoned him per se, but has still had some other sort of explicit physical effect. So uh, a scab wound doesn't show up as a disease or a poison. Um, there is definitely a vial of poison in his desk. Mm-hmm. Ah. But you're just getting old. Yes, but not so old yet. I have some uh, many decades left, I would suspect. At least a century if I have my way about it. Oh, good luck. Well, uh, I'm going to be in town for quite a while, so yeah. I can, I can, we can have more conversations and yes, updates. And, uh, I, if you happen to recall the name of that group you were talking about earlier, I'd be interested to know. Quixie, didn't you remember? Mm, yeah, I said it. Order of the Rising Dawn. Order of the Rising Dawn. That's what it was. Oh, it's, all, it's all the same uh, these days. It did do some, uh, sound familiar. Does he? Mm-hmm. I rolled three. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I'm this gonna, is the inside check you roll. I'm gonna, on. I'm gonna be. Yeah, you roll on this because you also this. knew that he knew. Yeah. How we did? I did. You can still roll blindly because you often roll inside checks on these. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Okay, nice. Calorie, you don't. I don't know anything. Eleven. I know nothing. Um, Armina, dirty twenty. Uh, 
He definitely seems suspicious of them. He writes down the name, but mm. only a moment later, only as kind of a, sh- a show of hand. Uh, he does not seem... It doesn't seem like he is satisfied necessarily by having gotten the name from you. Really mm-hmm. only seems like he's more curious, more suspicious. He, mm. he seems to get very pensive. Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem... Like, you'd expect if someone was trying to needle you into it because, you know, oh, I'm secretly one of them, yep. they'd get kind of smug or something. Uh, so you don't think he is a member of the Order of the Rising Dawn, but you don't know what... He he definitely knows of them. Okay. Uh, and he definitely thinks it's noteworthy that you know of them. He reacts to that in a sense, but what part that plays in the whole thing, you're not certain. So we're like an extra piece of the puzzle he's trying to figure out where we fit. He's got something yeah. he's figuring out, and yeah. he doesn't know yeah. where we figure it well, out. Well, um, I, I, can, I can cure diseases and poisons and things, so if you come down with something... You can just call on me then. Yeah, I mean, again, we'll be in our town for a little bit. Uh, Of course. Maybe we can have a talk, you know, for old time's sake. And again, I appreciate you letting letting us come in today. Yes, well, I will be here for most of the time, of course. And uh, I appreciate the offer. I I will get in touch if anything develops. But... I'm feeling in relatively good health at the very least. Okay. I don't need to worry over my survival. I'll be here for a fair while longer. I'm making sure of it. That's good. Dwarves are hardy folk. Yes. Yeah, he's gonna live longer than me, maybe. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would count on that. Are there any of those uh, bounties in particular which which cause? Oh, that's right. Or... Well, we're later gonna go on, kill ghosts. Yeah, later yeah. on today we were gonna deal with a house that the temple of. Brava? Temple of Brava Brava. needs help with. And then there was another one that was talking about clearing out some ruins of undead and aberrations. And another one with the Veramian Society. The ghosts, the ghosts, I think I recall. The old, uh, old, oh, he was house bothered, I think. Hair in the house. What? Yes, hair in the house. Uh, you could be given an escort over there if you wish, I suspect. Uh, in fact, there will be some people who want to talk to you beforehand, given the uh, potentially uh, sensitive nature of some of the things you might find within. Uh, House Patrick, of course, a very powerful uh, clan within the city, and so, given that you'll be going on some of their ancestral grounds, there might be some... Some precautions they wanted to undertake. Where shall uh-huh. we meet for this? Uh, yeah, surely they will meet group. you there. Oh, okay. Fine. Uh, and that, that's uh, what, by, what time is it, by the way? In the it's can, getting can, it's a little before noon, like it's, it's before okay. lunchtime. Okay. Um, we have to get Draw you. it out. We have to wait until the afternoon for caramel croissants. I love you, Yolanda. We need to get your armor, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do go grab grab. Because like the ghosts, but I still think it would probably hurt if they hit me with something. Yeah. It would hurt. Certainly. It would hurt. At the very least, they can throw bricks and candlesticks to like. Right. So a piece of armor between yourself and those would be. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll take a bunch of your time. We'll get out of your hair. Catch you if anything. Oh, 
deserves my attention. If anything comes to mind which which previously slipped grasp of memory, I would always be happy to hear it. How do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about like if somebody does something outside of the city and then and then comes into the city? Like if somebody gets robbed in a different city and then comes here? What? Like what Whoa. do you mean? Well like, I don't know, some places it seems like if it didn't happen in that city, they don't care about it. If someone comes to me with a sufficiently compelling, compelling story that they have been robbed, and they can identify such an assailant, and this assailant is in pursuit of them, of course we will do what we can within our powers to ensure that this assailant does not meet their target. Oh, that's good. But, Barring a very explicit uh, proofs of ownership, perhaps, for instance, uh, one has uh, stolen some engraved keepsake or heirloom of the other, then we can ensure its return, but a coin in the purse looks much similar to any other coin. Okay. There's only so much can be done. Yeah. I uh, put my hat on, I kind of give him a little tip to it. Yes. We'll get you here. Um, by the way, is, is Tala living with a cousin still? Uh, I'm not certain. Uh, I mean, to, we, we need to catch up the two of us. That's a little girl talk. I'll ask outside. Well, I was just going to say, you know, offer offer that you tell us to come to you with more info. Same goes, same goes the other way. If you need to find us, just ask for the justice blobs. Justice... It's a thing we have. It's our group name. We're at the Salty yeah. Dog. Yeah, we're at the Salty Dog for now. We might move dog. into Armina's house. You know where yes. Chris lives. Yes, it's, it's in the books. I, I know where Mr. Wesson Smith lives, yes. So, uh, thank you again very much, Sol. Good to see you again. Out of character, are you going to give him the handkerchief? I'm just walking away. Um, <laughs> so, as ever walks up... Oh! I cannot believe I keep forgetting things today. I came across this handkerchief, and I, I thought of you, and so I figured it might be good, you know, for, for your cough, so you don't get anything on your hands. I, I, I will fold it up. You hand it over. Hand it over. I am just studying him. Okay. Oh, roll me. Three. That's three, three. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a tan. Planeswalker is even gonna inside. Oh this shit! Yeah. Fourteen. <laughs> He's like, this was something important. Uh. Also, I haven't rolled this in a long time. Fourteen. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what my insight. Yolanda was. rolled a dirty nice, twenty so. on her oh. deception check okay. against uh, looking confused when Armina says that it's from her. <laughs> uh, sixteen. Nice. Okay. Planeswalker. You definitely notice he reaches out for it, he takes it, he flips it over, and as he sees the, the monogram, the, uh, the embroidery of his initials, there is a, a brief pause, just a brief pause in his hands, handling the handkerchief. Not much expression on his face, it stays fairly stoic, fairly flat. He folds it up, tucks it into his pocket. It's good color for you. Yes, thank you. Tell me, just before you go, Miss Wessensmith, tell me, are you familiar with the game of cat and mouse? The metaphor that it represents. Yeah. In it, enlighten me. 
Would you say it's preferable to be the cat or to be the mouse? And why? Well, the cat being the mouse is real scary. You remember on the boat? Lots of rats. They, no, that, that's not important. There was um, a cat on the boat Wally's that was hurt, though. <laughs> no, when we were out on drugs. Armina just, oh, like, yeah, like we were the she mice. just sighs <laughs> and looks at... Armenia sighs looks at Saul like, this is what I, this is what I deal with. <laughs> well, the cat has its purpose, so is the mouse. The mouse can get into little crevices the cat can't go. So, I would say there's a... Both have their pros and cons. Yeah, but if you had to choose one role in which to put yourself... I always do this, Saul. Which one is it you'd prefer? The cat. See, I would say it is better to be the mouse. I, I knew that. Because the mouse has a goal. The mouse wants cheese. The mouse attains the cheese. He has attained his goal. He has succeeded. What is the cat's goal? What is the cat's aim? The mouse. The mouse. To keep the mouse from gaining the cheese. Oh, I just because thought the cat wanted to eat him. That mouse, there is another mouse, and another mouse, and another. If a cat eats one mouse, has it succeeded? Well, yes. Yeah, the cheese it's, safe? It's still eaten. But the cat is there to protect the cheese. Only if the cat is owned by people. The cat's success is only ever <laughs> moment to moment. Is the cheese there right now? Does the mouse have the cheese right now? A cat's success is fleeting at best. The mouse has a solid goal, solid success, and can work towards this behind the scenes without the cat being aware. The cat can do nothing until the mouse shows its whiskey little face. And so you see, it is immensely better to be the mouse. The saddest part of fate and fortune is that we do not get to choose, Mrs. Weston Smith, whether we are the cat or the mouse. That's one way of looking at it. Have a good day. I like being a person. You too, Saul. Yeah. I give a little wink and um, I uh, walk away trying yeah, to process the information. We're out of the cake. So my option is we'll do. Or death. Yeah. <laughs> my options are all death. I have the chicken <laughs> <in my> <laughs> I scuffed my nails when I itched my face. Why does your okay, hair hurt? touch that up for you there, Thor. There you are. We'll, we'll, we'll talk when we get outside. Okay. Uh, Thank oh, you. thanks, Ty. You're hey, a sweetheart. Do you need to take down nothing? You guys got a follow-up appointment or anything like that? We'll pop in with it. It's not a... Pop we'll pop in a for a conversation. Yeah. Are you coming back to work with us here at the precinct? You know, Arena? I'm debating that, sweetie. I really am. It's, it's time for myself. You know, time for me. And I will assess oh, that. Oh, I'll oh, talk. Self, so yeah. I, I know. Are you debating it? But I may not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get out of your hair, sweetie. Carmina's like, we're not having a personal conversation like, in front of these people. Let's just walk away. Um, like, hey I'll, guys, I'll, two minutes. Oh, two minutes. Oh, oh, are you with your cousin still? Would you move out? Oh, no. Oh, oh, he moved out ages ago. Oh, you're still in the same yeah, place, though? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm still there. I'm okay, still there. Good. Yeah, so, you can drop by whenever. I, I I spend a fair amount of time out of the house these days. You know, like, what oh, a new man. You know how oh, he is. Oh, what? You got to tell me all about him later. Oh, well, well, I'll tell you some, but a girl doesn't like to kiss and tell, you That's know. That's the girl yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway, 
Feel free to drop a letter in the box in the slot there, and I'll, I'll get a real through. Will do, Don't sweet. I'll see you soon. Okay. Here. You have a great day there, hon. And we're just going to go. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna go, and I, I I look at Calrie like like we'll just wait a little bit longer. As we're leaving, mm-hmm. um, can I cast my gaze around to, or can I cast my ears around mm-hmm. to just kind of see what people are talking about? Yeah, Maybe like try okay. and get a bead on like what this what current events might be happening that he's trying to piece together. Like if anybody on the floor might know stuff. Okay, he seemed us. Yeah, almost. Oh, oh that's the worst. It's like we could do a reroll, but no. Seems uh, kind of what you'd expect of Cop Talk. Because all you know, oh hey, you got those uh, files on the, uh, the 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 drug house that was on Seventeenth and Fourth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, there's uh, sorry, here I got it just below the uh, the Johnson file. You know, yeah. Just a lot of precinct casework back and forth, and, and some just idle chatter as well. Oh, I swear the coffee gets worse in this place every day. <laughs> like, you kidding me with this stuff? What is it, dirt? Not even like dirt with water in it. I swear it's just I, dirt. I, I've, I've eaten dirt that's less dry than this coffee. I yell back, you gotta get the on the bottom shelf. Better stuff. <laughs> and I, I, I give a wink and I, my alias all out of the pit. Is that what they call the pit? Sure, sure. sure. Oh, the the bullpen? Bullpen, that's what it's <laughs> I heard him and I know all the time, like, what is that? was for journalism. The that's bullpen, bullpen is also... Yep. The bull- it's a baseball if, term. If I think it's just anywhere, if we're going to be believed, the bullpen is also a thing okay. in the cops. And, and apparently, with a bunch of Brooklyn Nine-Nine was very well researched. Oh. I read an article on it. Well, that's why I would mean it. It's a great show. So, yeah, we're walking out and... Get outside, and when we get a good, does anyone else try to pick any pockets while they're in the precinct? Punch anyone in the face? I always thought the cat was just trying to eat too. Like that's what the mouse's back home did. Saul loves his metaphors. He really does. Um, It definitely sounded like he was trying to get across a different point. Yeah, the cat. He has poison in his desk. What? Really? I mean, why would he have poison? Is he planning something? Maybe it just took it from somebody. No, that's the evidence lock. You wouldn't have it in his drawer. Maybe this has something to do with the drug files on the house of 17th and 4th. What? Jared just just realized what he just let go. (laughs) Shit, you gotta make a whole new encounter on 17th and 4th. Oh, shoot! Oh, did you scratch my head? You know what? When I'll talk to Tala, I'll ask her what she gets in nail polish and... Maybe I need... Can you just do your cleaning thing? And I don't think I'm real good with nail polish. I mean, I would clean them off. It wouldn't fix it. Uh, it's a new skill. I, I don't really use my anything for my nails. It's hard not to touch things. Yeah. I don't understand how she... <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed. And also, the librarian at work at Dinsey College would hate her. Why? Well, because like she's basically spending most of her time not doing her job. Like she's doing a good job of also doing her job. Fair enough. And to but... that point, guys, just so you know, that's not the Tala I know. Really? She was way more of a badass than that. Really? Like, you can have pretty nails and still be a badass. No, but just the way she talked, the way she held herself, it wasn't her. It wasn't about the nails. It was about something else. You don't. Yeah. Think, you don't think she's... they like. Took something away from her, do you? Well, she uh, she got put on, on behind a desk, unfortunately. She was a great beat cop. She would run the streets and just... 
She would take up all the... And then she was made secretary? She was demoted. To secretary. What? Yeah, I think, I think quartermaster, and then they went down to, to, to secretary. Hmm. So that's what Should I want. Should we try reciting the prayer around her and see if she's been Let's playing? Let's put a pin in that. I Maybe don't... over coffee? Yeah. Not, not in the precinct. I think that would be... Fair. Fair. Yeah. No. I, that's going to be the group's new what thing. If? Just like walk into a place and loudly recite the <laughs> pledge to Aaron. Everyone's going to think we are in. part of the, uh, the order. I did a striptease wearing the robe. <laughs> <laughs> the shiny boxing robe kind of thing. Well, uh, maybe she's just had too much of the bad coffee. Now you got to get the bomb shelf. She knows that. Oh, they maybe he's putting the, the poison in the coffee. Maybe. Maybe. But they would kill it. No. Callie would be able to see that, wouldn't she? Yeah, no. that's true. Was there any coffee in the room? I don't know. There was coffee on all of the tables. I got, okay, okay. They're complaining about how it tasted like dirt. But when, when Callie did the thing, we were in the office. I don't know how our mm. spell works. I don't when know. she gets Maybe. back from the no. bathroom in this bakery that we It wouldn't make sense for yeah, salt yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't make sense for salt to poison the, the bullpen. It wouldn't make any sense. The, the, I didn't the, see any bowls in there. No, no, uh, why did I say it? I know I shouldn't be saying that. The, the room we were in. We, I didn't see no half as either. No, 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 no. It's, it, it's the room we were just in. How does your spell work? That wouldn't be a good place for cows. Would you be able to detect there? poison in another room? There ain't no grass. In another room? It's small yeah. doorways. If it's within 30 feet of me. Okay. Uh, was there any poison? Calorie, was there any poison in the coffee that the police were drinking? Or the guardsmiths, I mean? Any poison? No. Nope. You didn't detect no. any poison okay. or disease with you any didn't see any cows either, did you? Any cows? Don't ask. Um, okay, before. It's bullpen, she's confused. Yeah, uh, I, I gotta watch. Yeah. I gotta watch my slang around her. Okay, look. I wanna, I wanna get a bead on him, but you guys were all there. What do you think? What, what do you think? What do you gauge? What were the thoughts in your head? He was friendlier than Stern the first time we met her. Yeah. Strangely enough, I mean, I left work for four and years. I, he was oddly calm. Oddly And calm. I asked about the thing, like what, like we did with Stern, but yeah. not like it was us. Oh, yeah, like, you were talking about, like, if we had a problem. Yeah, and, I was like, clever. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> you were very clever. He definitely noticed something about the handkerchief. And Did he? he? I, couldn't, I couldn't tell. He was definitely yeah. suspicious of you. Oh, I know Specifically the embroidery. The embroidery? I, I, I don't know. know if he doesn't like his own initials or... I mean, yeah, in Dwarvish they don't sound as good, you know. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I didn't know what to say about How do our they sound friend. Like Dwarvish? Yeah. Are they like WC or something? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, just I, say I feel like our friend might be threatening him. Well, he mentioned the cat and mouse metaphor, so I think maybe it's like a... Well, if he chose mouse, sure. well, that he means wanted, the other guy He wants cat. to be, no, but he wanted to be the mouse, and he said you don't get to pick, so that probably means he's the cat, right? Like, he's not living the life he wants to okay. live. Can I roll to see if Planeswalker can think of the thing that I thought of? Okay. <laughs> what's a, what's a, what would the passing DC for fucking realizing that the cops are the fucking cats because yeah. there's never an end? That'd be a roll, a roll inside check. Mm, 16. Uh, yeah, that'll, that, I think that'll okay. do it for you. Well, he was talking about, like, with the cats, it never it never ends, right? Like, when yeah. they catch one mouse, there's another, and, like, cops catch people, right? Oh, so, the so people maybe he mice. is the, the cat. So he wants to be a criminal? But he doesn't want to be anymore. Maybe he's just talking about how it's frustrating 
that yeah. there's always mice. Maybe he's just Maybe tired because he's old. Maybe. That's the clue. Maybe that means that the handkerchief is from one of his old mice that he upchucked accidentally and got away. Well, I mean, working for them, it's like you, you spend weeks and months getting getting a... Getting a uh, getting a, a criminal, you spend, you spend all your energy getting it. You finally get him, and then as soon as you turn to your desk, there's and you ain't allowed to eat them. Him. Yeah, that too. But you're also yes, not allowed to eat criminals within the city. <laughs> yes. I think I'm I, pretty sure. Ideally, never. But that but sea limits is a good stuff. But that's it. Like never. <laughs> <laughs> the cats eat. eat. But wait, the wait, cops honey, can't do that. What were uh, we saying? Godsmith can't do that. Well, I was just, I was, um, I, like, Planeswalker was saying that the cops are the cats and there's always another mouse. And so if that means that the guy that you guys met, the scary guy. Let's call him Mr. X. Mr. Because I don't know who he is. Mr. X. He must have been a mouse that got away. Or that was intentionally let go. Or I accidentally a... let go. Or something. Because obviously, well, not obviously, but maybe... That just means that he was like, Whoop, I see you. Yeah. You know it, I'm still it was, here. It was a I'm back. No. Well, now it makes sense because because now <laughs> Quixie's like dancing. Well, it makes sense because you guys checked it for poison and, and magic, nothing. It's just, it's just a handkerchief. And, He's just and, thumbing his nose at him. Yeah, as I'm holding the thing, I'm like, why does he want this fucking handkerchief? And it's like, it's a big middle finger. It's a big middle and finger. And I give it right to him. It's which, a threat. It was a threat. No, it wasn't a threat. It could have been a threat. It could have been a threat. A threat's like a a horse heading your bed or something. It's not. It's not like oddly specific. I read in a book once. Are we are we getting involved in this? I don't know. We're already involved. We we did with Mister. Well, I mean, between the two of them. I think unless unless we're specifically thrown into it, I think we should maybe focus on our own stuff first. I don't know. Saul's poking around the order. He might ask us for help. He would. I mean, I want to trust Saul because I worked with them for many years. But we got to be careful know. though, because in Lobsalada, some of the police were were helping. We're yeah, in the order. That's true. Perhaps. Yeah. By the way, and um, I conveniently led us through to the manhole cover. Mm-hmm. By the way, guys, just take a breath, a moment here, and just look at where we are. Okay. Uh, it smells like sewer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Hold that. <laughs> I thought that was. <laughs> no, I cleaned you before we left. Oh. <laughs> I've gotten right. so good at it, you don't even notice it yet anymore. Oh. It's just like a little sparkle. Because this Thanks, I think. Yeah. The people you sleep with probably appreciate it too. Ew. Yeah, I'm going to do it extra. Unless I usually the... bathe when I'm about to have sex. Oh, oh that's goodness. Good. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> He's like, really. Not going to give anybody gonorrhea. Gonna go to avoid that. It's a disease. I want to have a croissant on, not now. And I, I kind of like stomp my foot a little bit on the manhole cover. I'm like, this could be a really important spot down here. So in case Zombies? we ain't allowed to. I know. No, I know. But trust me. Let's just keep. Let's just. Hey, get this. out of the road! Oh my! Right, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> All right, I'm now. Sorry. <laughs> All right, all right, go on. I, I, I lead the guy forward. Maybe if you don't want people in the middle of the road, you should have crosswalks. What? It's a big... Wait, crosswalks? <laughs> I heard about... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, nice category. What I love is that Vacation doesn't have roads. <laughs> yeah, well, it's more than one. It's just an underground city with no roads. It's like, no roads. It's like she saw it and was like, well, actually, you should have it. She heard someone say that. I read it in a crosswalk one time. She read it in a book somewhere. Yeah. I like that this dude just trying to get to work is like, yeah, sure, I'll go yeah, and take the yeah, city for uh, yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I'll call in sick from work yeah. and go to the civic center. Oh, hey, street folks, you're in charge of the streets, right? Put in some of these walk crosses or whatever. <laughs> Crosswalks is this. How is. crosses going to help us? Yeah. Can crosses walk on no crosses, right? Okay. In the utopian book I read once. <laughs> Insight. Utopia is crosswalks. are utopia. You heard it here first. Modern folks. technology. So, so are we going to the forge next? Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, I think so. Is it, you, want, you want some? Oh yeah, these are caramel. Oh, the caramel ones. ones. I love these caramel things. Caramel and chocolate. Okay. I buy a baker's dozen. Okay. Sweets Ooh. are for. Children. None of us are children, and we're all eating them. I am like panic Delicious. eating, like trying to get the blood sugar I lost from the. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no. No. Okay. Calorie. If you don't eat, you'll never grow big and strong. Yeah, and your boobs are small. Like... You also just get kind of. Don't pressure her. Let her make her own decisions. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> or you can I shake that you. instead. Although, grown-ups can resist a dare. We're giving her to us just I, I, I don't need to eat it, so I, I won't. Look at you, Calorie. Yolanda puts it in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more for me. Well, I grab one for Yolanda's hand. And we head to Hammerick and Sons. You head on down to Hammerick and Sons. Uh, he briefly explains that work is still coming along on your special commission. He I, doesn't uh, describe what exactly it is. Can I look and see how is. far he's gone? Um, yeah, oh yeah, you're thinking, uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check for Just that. a look, I'm not yeah. going to pry too much. Just gonna, that was a weird roll back. Uh, 15. Uh, you look in the, in the background, you can see some of the parts for that starting to come okay. together. Um, he also mentions this kind of broadly to all the rest of you, meaning that... The, the pieces that you're getting as rewards yeah. for the, yeah. the protection of his forge um, and not selling them out to the guards. <laughs> uh, but, Yolanda, your armor has been finished with. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know, had one of the uh, guys stay over and I. It was fine, you know, the young ones, they gotta, they gotta learn a little extra sometimes. So it looks good. real nice. Yeah, can, I, can I maybe leave my tip or something? Is that, uh, is that something people do? Sure, what you have in mind? Pulls out money, five oh, silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many do I sure give? Gets, yeah, yeah. I'll get that to him. No, no problem. Yeah. And, well, and your thanks gonna, as well. Yeah. Pixie's gonna go. Pervert. <laughs> 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 um, uh, <laughs> little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a larger little bit. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, hon, what you doing with my special order? Keep doing that. That's excellent work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Thanks. fantastic. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, you folks uh, have a good day there. Yeah. You too, sweetie. Yeah. Bye. Our music kind of looked at Cowrie a little bit like, okay. Let's look up the smudges. Yeah. <laughs> so. I got questions about how things work, but 
It didn't seem right to bring it up in, in front of all the working people. What question? What kind of question, son? Well, like, all right, if I'm going to dance for folks in a city... Yeah. And if I if I if it's not like in a club, if it's in somebody's like house or something, don't most of the dwarves live underground? So I couldn't go there, could I? Or if it's like a real important person or something? I don't think could, most of the dwarves live underground. I mean, like Armina doesn't. No, it's there, there, there's different levels of the city. Well, and I thought there were houses and stuff down there. There, there are, but it's a mixture of both. So you'll find a place to go above ground. Oh, all right. Oh, Yolanda, I had a thing for you. What? Well, you gave me um, on that that wound closure thing, right? And and stuff. And I realized you don't have like a lot of spell slots. Like 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 you can't cast a lot of spells. Where are spell slots? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, uh, um. So so this is for you, and it's the, the pearl of power that Quixie gave me. Well, this is this is real pretty. What's it do? It'll make it so that you can cast another spell. Oh, that's nice. Yolanda can now gain magical benefits from rubbing her pearl. I her, her belly out of my. No, it's a it's a magic bracelet. pearl of power. It's a bracelet. It's a bracelet. Oh. Also, also that's a euphemism for things. Um, I, I figured it was. Which is the reason why probably the reason why it's a pearl of power instead of something well, else. Well, because because Sarah mentioned that uh, Yolanda got a piercing, so I thought is that is, is yeah. it pearl piercing? That's the why piercing I'm... is her birth control. Yeah, yeah. piercing is ruby. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. actual ruby. Just not bl- expensive. Bling for, for that, bling. But, you know, red, mm-hmm. red glass at least. Yeah. So, are we going to shoot some ghosts or what? Well, well it's not, it's I not will. nighttime yet. I'm just really excited. All right. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can go scope it out. They, um, Sol did say that apparently people from the Heron House and House Batique, maybe, and that's what they're called, um, might meet us there to tell us more information. So, we can go there. Yeah. And probably best to familiarize ourselves with the terrain before it's, you know, pitch black and full that's of ghosts. Pro- yeah, that's probably a good idea. Right, because y'all can't see in the dark. No. Not incredibly not. At- I <laughs> Very much no. Very, that's a no. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think uh, recon. You can, she can. I can. You can. Yeah, can. We can't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Recon's a good idea. So we... Make your way in that direction. As we go, I'm going to try and stealthily cast Prestidigitation to give Calry a blue nose for an hour. (laughs) Okay. Because because reasons. Because she's upset. (laughs) Um, In general, does Presto uh, specify a saving throw if you're turning a person? Nope. Nope. So usually you get you to make, make one. make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or surface for one hour. Is her face a surface? It, it definitely <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> give me a give me a stealth check. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for turning Rebel down that dare, Calvi. Super low. Stealth. Yep. Nine. Uh, what's your passive perception, Calvi? Uh, passive perception thirteen. You, you. Um, what's your... I walk up to you and boop you on the nose. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Casey comes up, boops you on the nose, and <laughs> says the things that she usually says when she makes things clean. Because let's be honest, that's ninety nine and a half percent of what Quixie's used prestidigitation yeah, for. Yeah, she yep. made something hot once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you had a little bit of dirt there. 
I that's my makeup. Oh, well, it was on your nose. Okay. Thanks. Give me a perception check. <laughs> Yolanda has has put the armor gleaming on by this point, probably. She is <laughs> very so reflective. Oh no. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen? Carrie, you cross your eyes and take a look at your nose. Yeah, she's right. There, There is something on your nose. There's still something on your nose. It's like smudged. It's like your eye makeup is like smudged all over it. And like it looks kind of blue in this light. It's weird. It doesn't rub off. No. You, got, you bought like really good like the waterproof stuff. <laughs> it's not just going to smudge away. Fine. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. We're heading to... Oh, man. Emo cat. He's going to send Emo. off a prayer to Philomillionar and just be like, get your girl out of this Please. funk. Good God, Please girl. drag the bug out of her ass. I normally pray, but seriously. And that's saying something. Um, so we as you make your way along, uh, Armina, you realize... You, you kind of ruminate on the the things you found out about this place. You know that House Batic is one half of the conglomerate, which is really considered to be the greatest power in the city beside the guardsmiths and the, the council, which rules the city. They're kind of considered the trifecta of power mm-hmm. here. Um, that being the Gerson Batic Corporation, conglomeration. They made the wheel. The, the great wheel that powers the whole city. That is Gerson Batic. House, House Gerson, House Batic, working together. Uh, you don't know particularly much of that family all on their own because they've been working together for centuries and centuries and centuries and you've kind of lost track of each individual one mm. in that process. What house was Angus time. from? Angus was from a house that... Gerson Batic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. Are, I wasn't sure if it was like one yeah. of them. It was that was them. where okay. you eventually recognized the name from. Is that uh, their their crates and all these things are branded, but because Gerson Batic is a little bit Mouthy. long, uh, they just brand them with Gerbat. 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 G U R B A T T. And uh, it would seem that this was the name that he decided to take sardonically as as he left the city as his own last name uh whether that was just because it was one that he saw regularly or whether it was actually explicitly related to him you're still not certain mm. but uh you definitely know that 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 house baddock is they're not just a big power of the city they're like the kennedys or something they're like they are they are political they are business they are through every walk of what makes Sam Karen. Their, their thumbs are in different pies. Yeah, they got thumbs in a lot of pies. Mm. They've got a lot of thumbs in a lot of pies. Large family. We're going to take out some stuff. So, okay. I didn't realize Angus was so famous. Yeah, he comes from a, a, an eclectic group, to put it mildly. Maybe that's why he's so good at leading. That could be one reason for it. Um... When you get up to the place, you notice a uh, Yolanda, you and Calry would recognize from the garb a minor acolyte of uh, Breva, who mm-hmm. tells you to wait just a moment, rushes off, comes back a little while later with a, a more senior priest. 
Didn't they just leave one of their fucking little children waiting all day? Because they're like, someone's going to show up at some point tomorrow. Stand here from yeah. sunrise Basically. to sunset. Between the hours yeah. of six it's and an six. Boy. That's how it be when you're an acolyte. It's yeah. an altar boy. Hey, Guess who have acolyte backgrounds? <laughs> <laughs> the two of you were just like, yeah, we've yeah. done our time. I also enjoy how you have an issue with that, but no issue with the smithy who just said, oh, one of the younger guys just stayed all night to finish up her <laughs> well, armor. That's, her shiny <laughs> armor. That's like saying, <laughs> hey, seasonal, I'm going to make you push carts in the rain instead Both of me. equally problematic. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Basically. I don't have an issue with it. I'm just like, man, how fucking boring is it to just stand outside? You know, as a Basically, kid who wants to go out and play. These, 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 this guy is the uh, the religious equivalent of a cadet on tag day. Yeah. Yeah, and the standing so there fucking with boring. a can, hoping people At put money the in the can. At least the dude staying overnight to make the armor is a dude who makes armor and is yeah. doing his job. Yeah, <laughs> that's just like, hey, we gotta pull OT because we have a walk tomorrow. Yeah, get paid extra money. Hopefully, you're allowed to pay them extra money if it gets to yeah. him. If it gets to him. <laughs> <laughs> they just like <laughs> Yolanda didn't roll inside on that. The but I said Yolanda didn't roll inside on that because she's no. a she realized, But Sarah realizes. But, but I'm like, oh man, is he even gonna get it though? Nope. <laughs> Son of a gun. Person runs off, comes back with a, a more senior priest of Breva who gives you a, a more of an in-depth briefing on ghosts uh, and mentions that someone from House Paddock is going to be here fairly shortly to talk to you about the specific location, the, the house that this takes place in. But he's here to kind of inform you about the the ghosts, uh, basically to tell you that they're, they're resistant to many forms of damage and, and immune to some forms of damage. Uh, there are different types of ghosts. Some are more powerful, some are less powerful. The more real they look, the more like a person they look, the more powerful they are, usually. Mm. But that doesn't necessarily always mean dangerous. Sometimes the more powerful ones can can have more, he specifically uses the phrase, more realistic echoes of their person. Mm. Throughout this whole little description, he makes it very clear that he does not believe that a ghost is a severed spirit of a person, that it is the soul of the person, anything like that, he very much likens it repeatedly to a footprint left behind after someone has walked through mud. It's not any part of the person, it doesn't have emotions, it doesn't have feelings. It's residue. At least that is his opinion on the matter. Uh, so morbid. And yeah, just basically tells you that the, the more animalistic uh, or less humanoid they appear generally the the less humanoid they are and the less humanoid they can be treated uh, there are various ways to get rid of them there are some exorcism rituals some ghosts uh, particularly those which have more realistic echoes of their person have even been known to just willingly go on to the next thing once whatever is whatever is keeping them there can be found and dealt with um, but there are also ones which, which simply need to be destroyed. There's no, he says, there's no problem with that. There's no. All right. I'm just this gear, is going to be I'm sad. Just, I'm just gearing up for the ghost to start begging us to not kill them. Yeah. 
There's a Jaredism right there. I remember my child. It's yeah. gonna be I, just like it was yesterday. <laughs> I'm just imagining <laughs> the scene from the good place where Janet, like they're doing a hard reset on yeah. Janet. Please, like, please, please, these are my children. My children. And I will beg you to let me. They will seem very real. If y'all, if y'all have any spells left over at the end of the day, maybe y'all should, y'all should talk to Angus because. This is maybe one of his family homes, right? Uh, I didn't prep that spell for today, but um, I, I could in the morning, maybe. I haven't. Yeah, I get, can talk to Angus. If you got one after, yeah. after this, because I think you're going to need all the power, especially you guys, you two. Right. I have three diamonds. What am I, chop liver? But no, I, I'm just saying because there are more... Um, <laughs> What's the word? More holy persuasion. Be holy. No, you can't. Don't get yourself on. You're. That's I not could you. Pray if I wanted to. You could, but are you? Are <laughs> <laughs> you? As you're kind of chatting to each other, uh, a fairly important-looking dwarf, fancily garbed, comes up with a. Seemingly a scribe at his elbow. He's dictating to this, this younger, smaller fellow, um, who, at a word, rushes off as the dwarf comes up to you. Ah, hello there. A pleasure oh, yeah. to meet nice you. To meet I you. am Beryl and Baddock. Oh my hello. god. Pleasure to meet you. Greeting outside yes. Planeswalker Girl. You. you want some clam chowder? I am a, I am a <laughs> representative he... of uh, House Baddock, here to uh, explain some of this. Is he a uh, Nope. No, he is, he's, he's, he's a, uh, some other sort of dwarf. Do you want to roll a nature check, or do you really Sure. <laughs> I might know something. I think I have a negative to nature, though. Oh, nature Twelve! He's... Uh, sure is a dwarf! dwarf. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely not a dwarf. He's a dwarf. He definitely I does not dwarves. look like any relative There's of mountains. Angus. There's hill. Uh... Yes, he uh, continues making his little introductions. <laughs> I am the uh, head of integrated relations for Gerson Baddock Corporation, uh, but I am here today on uh, behalf of the clan Baddock, not oh. on behalf of the conglomerate, and to explain to you some things about this building, which you are to be helping us with. Uh, yes, a question from the for our, in the gleaming armor there. For our listeners, oh. uh, Yolanda said, <laughs> what sort of relations? And Planeswalker said, I think, and made a hole with one finger, and poked a finger through it. As a just... <laughs> Integrated relations. Come on. I that's love how that's happening as he's talking. It's like integrated relations. You got Since you couldn't you see that, that occurred. Yeah, we. I'm need sorry. Uh, what sort of relations? That's not particularly important. That's not the. Uh, <laughs> I I I Position. I am here under today anyway. I, I look over I look over Yolanda and I'm like, it's not that one. How do you know that? Trust me. Well if they want strippers, then I don't think a church wants no, to it's... I don't think they want strippers. Integrated, not intersexual. That's a different thing. Well, what are you thinking? We're getting off topic. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> 
insight <laughs> check. I just said what I thought. Uh, okay, what are you rolling an insight check on? I don't know, ten. Oh, uh, that's sure a dwarf. <laughs> that, that's sure a dwarf there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get confused a lot. On the relationships. I swear that we can, we are the right people for this job. Um, There's not going to be any riddles with the ghosts, right? I can do the uh, riddles. I'm not certain, yeah. but I can tell you some things. Uh, this building here, this is Heron House. It was, uh, it was the domicile of my great 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 grand uncle Heron Batik and his wife and his children. Uh, Who tragically did not have. The name was his wife Anwick. Did they tragically die? Are they who's haunting this? Well, this was probably over. uh, This would have been many hundreds of years ago, many centuries, uh, over a thousand years in the past. So yes, they have by now died. I mean, tragically, they died tragically. Heron Baddock died in the Dwarven Elven War. Oh, we found some folks from that. Yes. Uh, roll me a persuasion check, Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, do, uh, 17. Okay. Y'all, you, do, do you want us to bring information out about the ghosts, or are we just getting rid of them? There is some information we have about the ghosts already. The two of the children and the wife, Anwick, did unfortunately perish in this home you see here. Oh, great. We are not particularly concerned with retrieval of information. Quite frankly, we don't really care. We want this matter laid to rest so that we can move forward. Progress is the house Baddock way. What we know is that the house is very large. The manor, it extends underground some fair extent. The section you will be in does have an entrance into the underground city, but it will be blocked off for the duration of your stay there. The rest of the house has been reclaimed by this point, the rest of the mansion. Over the course of the over a thousand years since these events occurred, and since it has been left derelict, it has been reclaimed by the other branches of the great family tree Bathic, and we have put it to other purposes. This particular branch, they did try to redevelop a few times. They tried to make it into a home at first, but that was to no success. Uh, most recently, it was a club, some sort of nightclub. Oh. Something. Do you know what it was popular called? Popular with the children. Children? Uh, mm. Well, it was called something in Dwarvish, but translated into common, it would be roughly approximate to. Sad. Sad. That doesn't sound, seem like a real good club. Oh, it was a club. French club. Very. Do you say French club? Quench. French club. <laughs> oh. A very uh, low energy establishment for people to uh, gather, but not necessarily be social to to go and. Not necessarily. but perhaps. Yeah, quenching is when you kind of like take some time to relax after a long day. Like you work all day, that gets your energy up, and then you kind of relax. You get a few drinks, you get a chat with your friends, that's like, ah. 
We call, we call quench. Oh, it's kind of uh, like when I when I go and journal in the corner for three yeah, hours. Yeah, it's a quench yes. activity. Yeah, that would be a perfect example. Yeah, baths. Yes. Solitary activities. Did and the people of Ampharic here are very much of the understanding that all aspects of life deserve their time in the sun, so to speak. This includes sadness. So. Well, that's nice. Anyway, these ventures all sadly failed. In recent years, uh, the events have gotten worse and worse. Uh, I'm not entirely certain what you will find in there. No one is, but... How much does this venture pay? They said uh, yeah, didn't they? No, no. Oh, well then. Uh, we were told at the temple. Uh, 100 gold pieces each, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So we'll be allowed to go underground, but not like... To the underground. Correct. But we're allowed to go like down the stairs. We're allowed to yes. go in the basement. And we won't we're accidentally to be... go to the place we ain't supposed to go. It will be chained from the outside. Okay. The doors will be chained shut. Okay. Hmm. So it'll and be obvious it that well. if it's like closed and you try and push it really hard and it's not opening, that you shouldn't keep trying to push it really hard in case it opens. It's a big we clue did, to not go in there. There also will be several godsmiths stationed down there who oh. will presumably raise some sort of word to your attention should you be trying to open those doors something i would presume to the effect of hey don't open those doors (laughs) (laughs) but i can't be quoted on this matter it should be stressed i love the quimby candy i love it i love it Uh, anyway you should uh, try, if at all possible, to not destroy things while in the house, but we understand there is a certain amount of damage to property that will be undergone in any sort of extermination event such as this. <laughs> there is leeway being extended to you by Clan Bathic. Love um, leeway. My favorite kind of way. So, Casey, yes. don't fireball anything. I don't know that spell. Why do you guys keep thinking that I know that spell? One of these days, I'm gonna learn that spell and then see how red all of your faces will. Will we'll open. Ha- we'll open doors with our hands, yeah. not our feet. I mean, they'd be very but red because what I if would a be ghost is like holding the door closed yeah. and I have to? The physics in there wouldn't work because the would go out. big doors. I yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yolanda doesn't remember. Yeah. Ar- Armina was there. Armina was on the door. Secret. Yep. Yep. Armina was on the door. They got away with it. Trying to hold the door. I. Yes, yes, there was a lesson to be learned. Did I learn it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was there. I just didn't understand we'll, it. We'll just try. A particular effort should be uh, made to uh, preserve and or retrieve uh, important artifacts, especially those which you think may be relevant to the hauntings. I am led to believe that is something which occasionally occurs in instances such as this. Mm. It may be tied to a particular artifact. It's like something important to them. Yes. All property is, of course, property of house and uh, anything that you acquire whilst down there should be uh, remanded to our possession afterwards for inspection and investigation. All right, I think that's very, very thorough. I'm will be impressed. Paid 100 gold pieces each for these services, uh, barring any 
course, unforeseen circumstances or events, and you will also, as a group, be earning the favor of House Paddock, which, well, that's nice. I must tell you, is a fairly substantial uh, coin to have in your purse. Um, so are you going to be out here when we're done for us to give you the, the things? Or do we could bring them somewhere? A representative of House Paddock will be posted at these doors, along with a representative of the Temple of Brava, and I will be... Presumably fetched shortly afterward. Alright. Shall we go in? Sure. Do you have any final questions before you make your way inside? Is there anything... Is there anything your family does so that... So that you know you're from, like... Oh, I don't know how to say it. Y'all got anything that you, like, say to each other? So that you know that you're, you're part of the family, like that they would have known, so we can let them know that we're here from from y'all. Oh, you mean like some sort of uh, passphrase or, or family secret uh, phrase to say to each other to confirm our identities? Yeah, so that like, like I don't know, maybe they're missing their family, and we can let them know we're here. We're here from you guys, and and you you're thinking about them. No, nothing like that. Big <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Uh, however, I have been assured that whatever entities or apparitions you may find down there, they are certainly no members of family of mine, and bear no links to the same. They are simply. <laughs> they don't. They don't think that they're your family. They may think that they are, but my family members have been dead please, and please buried. Don't kill me. For oh some many long, long years. Well, but if they think they are, never mind. That's all right. Although I suppose that is one thing worth mentioning. Uh, this house is from a former time in city history. Uh, dwarven. Uh, dwarven. Uh, oh, what's the word? Culture. Can I, bu- can I buy a vowel? Things, things that you do as a group. Customs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Yeah. Things that you do as a group. Things that you do as a group. That could be so 500, Al. Play Dwarven, Dwarven customs are uh, not known necessarily to change with great speed, but they do change over time, as surely as the mountains grow. At the time that this house was established and populated, it was common custom for heads of household who passed away to be interred within their homes. Well, they might be upset. This is to say that... There might be remains inside the home. Yes. The bodies, or what remains of the bodies of both Heron Baddock and his wife, Anwick Baddock, will be in there, presumably entombed. However, given the events of recent, there is, I suppose, a possibility that those burials have been disturbed. Also, for our uh, for our listeners, uh, he was he was speaking, and planeswalker mouth to Yolanda. Mountains grow. <laughs> Is and that Yolanda, Yolanda shook her head like I don't know. <laughs> planeswalker's mountains used to be called the medium he's tall mountains. Being dumb, he asks Yolanda. <laughs> <laughs> Weird echo board to bounce ideas off. Sometimes he's just like I'm confused, and I need someone to be confused with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, so 
three, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he did bring himself. Yolanda, y- Yolanda and Planeswalker hurt together. This is, this is our relationship. Yeah. <sighs> so, like, I'm re- reloading the holy bullets. I'm filling okay. all my yeah, guns with holy bullets. Uh, I'm ready. I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. Oh! Does anyone have any leftover holy water? Uh, I, I think so. Up, Let me look. What if you just, like, poured holy water on my hands? Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, <laughs> no hesitation. No. Hell yeah. I saw that, I'm like, I see this silvery liquid, like, just like, yes. Absolutely yes. One place so I could get a hypodermic needle and just shoot up with holy water and <laughs> fight a ghost. <laughs> Come in, Casper, you motherfucker! Yolanda will give you a vial of holy water. Yes! Trixie's going to take out a piece of cured leather and with like a completely straight face, because this is what she's got to do for the spell, going to start slightly slapping her entire body with the cured leather. (laughs) The slap slap wrist thing? Yeah, like the slap wrist thing. (laughs) Fire ribbon, are you... Uh, I'm like, casting a spell. Just give me a second. It looks like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> One second. Can you can you hit my back? I can, but I don't know <laughs> if I should. Just, just, I can't reach. Okay. Lightly, lightly. Smack. Thank you. <laughs> like a lot of the gnome. Like, like, <laughs> like, just kind of envelops, and then the spell is complete. Oh. Yolanda feels left out, so she's going to stretch. Limber up. Limber up. Some lunges. Planeswalker's plan is to like strip some fabric and soak them in holy water and like wrap his Like money wrappings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like boxer wraps, but soaked in holy water. That's so cool for a monk. I now have an AC of 15. You now have the same AC as Planeswalker. (laughs) (laughs) Duh, tank mage. Initiated. <laughs> you listen to that, and then Hold you get your fucking word, and all of a sudden you're Yolanda. <laughs> Does a 19 hit? No. No, I'll get fucked. <laughs> she will. Shall we? You're led to the door, mm-hmm. and you uh, descend a ways down a what? Oh. The sword. <laughs> I thought that was Yolanda sliding down the ladder. <laughs> An abrupt choice. She really wants to see that ghost. Yolanda pulls out her sword, light leaping from the end of it to illuminate they can the space. See. You're in a fairly small room, but it is also a fairly large bathroom. Mirror on the wall, huge tub along one other wall with old pipes that have not been used in a long, long time. Dust covers everything. Quixie, it's not the most pleasant. They uh, did have bathtubs. Triggered. Yep, they definitely got bathtubs yep. in here. Club full of bathtubs. <laughs> there are a few spider webs, but there's not as much buildup of organic matter and sort of decaying stuff as you might expect given the amount of time since this was a home. But then there were mentions of being other things in the interim, and you're not sure to what extent those touched on these spaces, and you're not sure when exactly those are either. Uh, However, make your way out of this, because after a brief glance around, there's certainly no ghost in here. And it's only about a large enough room for all of you to stand in it. It starts to feel very small. Yeah, I don't think the light's going to keep him away, do you? Well, I was just thinking... Do you guys want me to send Wally into the room ahead of us each time, and then he could tell me if he sees something? That way, the light's not, like, the first thing they see. That's a good idea. Sure. Okay. It wouldn't hurt. Wally, 
I need you to sneaky, sneaky, go into each room. Um, tell me what you see. We're looking for ghosts and creepy stuff. Wally gives you a little tip of the hat. <laughs> I will. Curl tail. Go blind and deaf and hold on to Arvina's shoulder. Mm-hmm. He scurries forward, scurries through a little crack in the door underneath it. The next room is a bedroom, master bedroom, which must have been very grand at some point. Uh, no windows, given that logically you must be below ground now, but a broad, broad mural all along one wall, which depicts mountains inside and out, or being quarried and ferried out of the mountains, smelted. Very impressive piece. Lots of color, lots of interesting use of shape and space. Different from a lot of the artwork you've seen before. Really cool mural in the next room. The bedroom as a whole looks like it probably has not been touched in a very, very long time. Dust evenly coats everything. All of the furniture is covered with white sheets. The huge four-poster bed has sheets draped over top of it that were clearly not the sheets, the linens. Yeah. (laughs) A a couch off in the corner of the room is similarly draped. Uh, Very much the look of a room that was left, deliberately left, prepared to be left, and then left. Wally doesn't see anything in particular in this room. We can go ahead. Okay. I hold Crixie's hand and kind of like walk her. Um, Is he going to go into the next room as you guys go forward? I think so. Okay. Wally goes forward into the next room as he sneaks out through the doorway. Uh, Crixie, you see that it is a hallway which seems to open up at the far end into more open space. It has a couple of doors along the side. Uh, He doesn't have dark vision, eh? I don't think so. So he's seeing mostly in the the light that is cast under the crack. You see it kind of come flaring forward as Yolanda steps into this bedroom. Mm-hmm. He can see that there is some some debris on the floor mm-hmm. in this hallway. Some of it's spilling out of one of the adjacent doorways that lies open. At least one of the doors is closed. You're not certain how many there are. He can't see all the way to the end. Hallway full of doors, lots of options. Everyone else, as you step into the bedroom, you take a look around, things move and shift with the shadows, the flickering light from Yolanda's blade. Is this a nice mural? And you start to feel chills, cold spots Are in the they air multiplying? as you move around. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the mind control is finally <laughs> Hairs start to stand up on your neck. Quixie, you are unaware of this largely. I can feel. Uh, You can feel. And I can't. It's cold. Yeah. It's chilly. Anybody else feel the draft? Yep. Quixie. I can't hear you. I know. I know. (laughs) Was that you, uh, Daredevil? No. Wally's going into the third room from the left. Hi there, I'm Yolanda you look over. <laughs> Don't answer! And as you look at the bed, drifting up. I knew it. Out of the center of it, lying horizontally, reposed as if napping, but raising straight upward, is 
a ghastly impression of what is maybe supposed to be a dwarvish woman. It does not look like a dwarvish woman. It looks like a sun-dried, desiccated, mummified, simultaneously swamp-rotted corpse wrapped with gauze. The dress somehow is pristine. It's a pristine sleeping That's even creepier. In which she sits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, which yeah, she lays. Right. <laughs> the dress is the important part. The impression of the dress was stronger than the impression of the person. Exactly. You can see right through her to the opposite side. Except for Pussy, you can't see it. While he's going into the bathroom. Wake up! You see. I grab her head, I turn to, towards the bathroom. You see the head raise. Eyes open wide, pupilless, eyeless. You can see through her. When she opens her eyes, there is nothing in between the lids. Did we interrupt your beauty sleep? What beauty? And then (laughs) she shrieks. (laughs) And that's where we're going to pick up. Please don't be a banshee. uh, (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to listen. Uh, Have fun with that cliffhanger. And we'll get back to that next week. (laughs) Yay! Have advantage against being frightened. That's yeah, true, that's you do. That is good. It has that's not good. come up yet. It'll help. It came up once. Um, like maybe? Cat maybe yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks. Thanks everyone for tuning in to listen. Um, until next time, uh, have fun, stay safe, and talk to you next time.